That's what it is. We're back. Um, I'm back from overseas wearing my foreign pants. Good day, mate. Good day, jean you jacket. Mum, Australia and uh, New Zealand. Uh, I believe it's New Zealand. Is that how you say it? Yep. To Auckland, how do they talk in, in New Zealand? They go, hey, hey. <laughs> like that. That's not how they talk. Did you go to Christ, they Christ say, Church? They say, Christ uh, Church. Now I just did Auckland. They go, they go, how you, um, how you going? How you going? Yeah. How that's you, a big, but do by the way, do it, that's really? the, um, that is the level of assimilation you need to adapt to in Australia, New Zealand. Oh, it's like America, but they it's like, do stuff on the wrong side. And it's that's like, it. it's like you're in Michigan. I know. Like you, you have, there's, if you're like, um, I don't really travel, it kind of freaks me out to <laughs> go to foreign lands. Believe me, you're, you're yeah. not going to struggle <laughs> in Australia, New Zealand. The food's um, the same pretty it much. Is, yeah. It's basically cleaner. Yeah, They're nicer, nicer people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just like it's an overall better environment. <laughs> I know. They speak English. And they're smarter. It's America, yeah. but better. Yeah, that's kind of their slogan. And they talk all funny. Yeah. yeah. We talk funny and we're better. We're better. Wait, yeah. so do do Australian accent and then do New Zealand. So what's the difference? Um, so Australian is like, uh, good day, fucko. They like do that. not say fucko. <laughs> <laughs> Good eye. You know what they fucko. say? They say, "How you going? How you going? Um, uh, How you going?" And then in in New Zealand, they they say, "Choice, bro." What's that mean? That's that's how you say I'm doing good. Choice, bro. Yeah. But say it like they do the Kiwis. They say, "Oh, choice, bro." <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear any cool new slang? I'm trying to think if I had any cool new slang. No, not really. But you, Choice Bro is pretty good. Choice Bro is pretty good. Yeah, that was um, that was that was the Kiwis. Okay, um, Gene. Take it off. Omg! I can't wait to tell you about Sattva Luxury Mattress. We have been sleeping on Sattva mattresses now for how many years, Gene? Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be close to like eight 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 years. Yeah. We discovered this company when we were um, broke. Mm -hmm. comics looking for a wonderful mattress because we wanted to upgrade without having to pay upgrade prices because we were living on a dog mattress <laughs> that's why and we found sattva s-a-a-t-v-a and we fell in love with these mattresses we started with the luxury firm king size mm -hmm. we fell in love and we moved on and we did the lumen leaf memory lumen foam. leaf memory foam which is what we sleep on every night king size they keep the costs down because it's a direct-to-consumer business. Everything is made in America, organic cotton. The customer service is unbeatable. You click order and someone sets up the delivery right away. They come. They even take away your old mattress for a tiny fee. The setup is so easy and it's a quality product. Check it out. Sattva.com. S-A-A-T-V-A. Again, Sattva.com. And by the way, they just yeah. launched a, um, a youth mattress. You're kidding. Let's yes. get one for the kiddos. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's designed for kids. Um, Dual-sided innerspring mattress engineered to provide exceptional comfort and support to children ages three and up. Perfect. Handcrafted with the same quality components as the Sattva luxury mattress. Um, it's flippable um, and it's uh, healthy, accident-proof. It oh, is great. really cool, and they make it, by the way, because I was just talking to them about this. I was like, oh, man, you make it for kids? 
Uh, different firmless levels on uh, one side for ages three to seven. Perfect. And different for eight to 12. And they make all different sizes of it. Twin, full, and twin XL. We're so on it. So you get those for your kids That's too. how much we love this company. We let our children sleep on their yeah, mattresses. It's awesome. Yes. Uh, Sotva.com. This episode of Your Mom's House is brought to you by Whoop. And look, we're a dual Whoop family now. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. I love it. Um, of course, they are a longtime partner, uh, one of the driving forces behind Sober October. Um, to kick off 2020, we're all taking on this new weight loss challenge. I am um, going to the bathroom quite a bit. <laughs> and um, if, as you can see, drinking um, at least a gallon of water a day. And I am wearing this thing to track my activity and my favorite thing, my sleep. Yes. I love that. Um, I mean, it monitors, you know, resting heart rate, heart rate variability. But the sleep data is something I'm telling you, I just get obsessed with. You do. Because it, it you directly correlates to how you end up feeling. Your recovery. And what you're, your recovery and what you're capable of doing the next day in all capacities. Like, I will feel like, Oh, I can do, I can write today. I can perform today. I can work out today because my sleep is like this. And I cannot do any of those things if I feel like my sleep That's is like so this. True. You know what I love? The calorie burner. It shows oh, you. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go from the bottom of the stairs to the top and just to see how many calories I burn. Yeah. Just climbing stairs. <laughs> I don't think it's many, but uh, <laughs> you just, you do sleep better. You feel better. Um, it, it's just, it's a great thing to be able to monitor. So I love that data. Um, and I love the sleep coach. There's a strain coach on there to get you active. If you want to, to be better, keep up. Uh, lose weight in 2020, get over to whoop.com and use the code YOURMOM, Y-O-U-R-M-O-M, at checkout for 15% off your membership today. That is Y-O-U-R-M-O-M. I like it, dude. Come come join me. Like, let's let's work out together, you know? Let's stay motivated. Oh, and I can see your profile. We've made a team, and we can see what the other person's up to, which yeah, is I think nice you, when you're I traveling. I think you named our team. I did. Yeah. What did I name it? You named it Farts. <laughs> Thanks, Whoop. All right. Okay. Now, there's so much to get into. International stories, uh, amazing clips, things that we've watched. There is just a, a, a plethora of things to That's cover. That's a big word, right? yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Uh, let me see. Make sure that this volume is up. Let's get into this show, Gene. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. So, my poly people, isn't it just the most amazing feeling when your partner finds a new girlfriend? <laughs> Who is Randy? Crazy. Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stairs! Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house with Tom Segura. Tom, Tom Segura. my new dance. He has a really good dance. <laughs> you should do a dance video too. 
I don't know. Really like, impressive. I, you're a lot better at it than I am. Um, yeah, I was I was gone so long, two weeks. It's a long time. I got to tell you, I could not have enjoyed uh, two countries more. Yeah. Than Australia, and New Zealand. They're that, just pleasant. It's a good place. It's not a suck place. I ended up having like just overwhelming feelings of gratitude on oh. that trip. Well, just for like. You know, being a being a in the position to be able to fly across the world and do shows and like have all these people come out and they're so enthusiastic and it was just it was a I had the best time. The Aussies are a they're down for a good time. They always they are. have a great yeah. sense of humor. All that stuff you hear, by great the way, attitudes. Everyone's always like, I always hear they're so nice. They oh, are better than America, definitely. Yeah, they're super friendly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I did. How was uh, the food? What did you eat? Anything exciting? I did. I had these crazy dishes: steak, salmon, eggs, salmon. Thank you. Man. I did go to this insane. I want to make sure I got I, a restaurant in Sydney. I had the best tour manager, uh, Charney, who has been managing tours there for musicians, and con- like she knows the game. Yeah. So any day, she, like she's, you're like, what do you want to do? I go, I want to pet koalas. She was like, <laughs> okay, I know Let's where go. to go, and like. Sets it up with. Well, the, can you? But speaking of, do would you mind pulling up the photo that he? Did you put this photo on public? I don't know. Or just privately, no. of you holding that koala bear. Oh, I don't know if that's on my. You didn't do it publicly, public feed. man. Well, you sent me a photograph of you. A I photograph? photograph. Why did yeah, I say you it like said that? It really such stupid. An idiot. Yeah. Anyway, there's me with, there's there's me with, with the your case. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chilling with your bros. Yeah. But you sent me a photograph of you and the, that koala bear, and I swear I've never seen you look that happy. Not even when you were holding our newborn children. Oh, stop it! You were I, you, and so that see that look on your face, so genuinely thrilled. Like, look I at was. you. Yeah, you're never this happy. You just you loved those kangas and those koalas. I mean, animals are like that. Though, I know right? they're awesome. They, you you get to like be around animals. It's it does really put you. It's in so a, special. It is. It's a special thing, and a koala like I. When she, when she brought it up, I was like, so I land, okay, I fly in, uh, everybody knows there's these huge bushfires mm-hmm. been going on, devastating fires that have been um, killing animals more than anything, right? Like uh, about a billion animals died in oh Australia. Oh my God. It's really horrible. Um, so I, we're flying into to Melbourne and excuse me, Melbourne. That's gonna say it. And um, we are about like it's a fifteen-hour flight from LA. That's it. So you just they go. What All did right, you, you do know, on the flight? So it's fifteen hours. Did you shit on that flight? That's a long time to go without browning. Did you brown before you got on the plane? Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. I think I shit before you got on. Yeah, because it was uh, it was also a night flight, so I slept through most of the. Most of the flight. Now, you know? did you fly in first class? Do they give you like an ice cream sundae? Sometimes you get special There is cuisines. a first on there I did not. I flew business, which is okay. basically comparable to a really nice domestic first class. Okay. Um, so they make the announcement, hey, we're approaching, you know, we're going to be landing soon. So you're like, oh, okay, you know, it's a long flight. So you, you get your stuff situated. Right, you sit up and you're like, all right. And then they go, the guy goes, uh, good day, everybody. Um, so I would like to say welcome to Melbourne, but um, we're actually being diverted mm. to Sydney. And I'm like, what? And you look out the window and you just see so much smoke. And he's like, there's too much smoke 
to land in Melbourne. I'm like, oh, mm. fuck. So we're landing in Sydney. I'm like, what's going to happen now? We land. We pull up to a gate. And they're like, we're just going to refuel and we'll be off to Melbourne. You're like, I thought there was too much smoke yeah. for Melbourne. And they're like, well, there was, but now, now we're going to go. <laughs> like that it's, doesn't make it's sense. It's only like, yeah. it was a 30 minute delay. And then we flew to Melbourne. I'm like, mm, this doesn't feel right. <laughs> and then we land in Melbourne. We, we get in the, they, in the van, go into the hotel. It's, it's summer, obviously, in, uh, in the Southern Hemisphere. So it's like 90 degrees. And... I'm like, okay, you know, there's, there's, uh, they're like, there's a smoke like a uh, warning today about being outdoors. You should probably stay indoors. You're like, all right, we kind of, you know, try to get our heads wrapped around everything that night, like a few, you know, whatever, eight hours later, it rains. Mm, thank God. And the next morning it's 60. It dropped 30 degrees. Jeez. Clear skies. Um, just like. Is that common for the summertime in there? I, I don't remember doing don't that in the 90s when I was there. I don't know. Don't but remember. we're in Melbourne, which, by the way, is like coffee heaven. I and love like, Melbourne. I'm always drinking uh, ice drinks here. But there, like when the coffee is primo, I drink proper, like hot coffee. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because every drink is like an orgasm. Every coffee is... You remember that company that I loved years ago? And we had it sent to the house and, and it was what? so good. I got a couple bags on the way. Good job, dudes. Yeah. So the coffee there is unbelievable. And I actually remember, this is how good the coffee was. Um, I remember the name of the brand of the coffee that I drank nine years ago. I don't remember. Like immediately. What was it? Seven Seeds. Yeah, Seven Seeds. Right. So seven I, seeds. I, when I got there, I was like, is there still Seven Seeds? And they were like, <laughs> yeah. And I go, can we go get bags of it right now? So I, I went and bought bags and had it so shipped immediately. So good. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. It's like Here's oily and good. Yes. And it's like a buttery richness mm -hmm. to it. And you, I mean, it is the best coffee I've had. And, I, and the thing is, uh, I think a lot of people who aren't familiar with Melbourne or with Australia don't necessarily know the coffee culture you know like you think like for me i always thought of coffee as like you know turkish italian span like those are coffee places italians yes yeah yes europeans the but, guineas but the spicks yeah. the turks but, and then right but because of the it's because of the koala turds did you know that they eat the eucalyptus and then they shit and then that's what the coffee beans are grown in <laughs> I had you for a second, Elise, and I, I can't <laughs> lie to you. The, uh, the baby koalas mm -hmm. eat their mother's shit. That's not true. That's 100% true. That is not true. 100% true. So no. here's, yes, it is, and I'll tell you why. So koalas only eat eucalyptus. Eucalyptus is toxic. So the only way that they can digest it is by eating the bacteria of the mother oh. so that their body adapts to process... Um, uh, eucalyptus that's cool yeah. i didn't know that and they they do it instinctively the the babies like nudge the mom like hey take a shit so i can eat real quick <laughs> and then <laughs> the like, babies eat the mother's shit it's 100 percent true they just, can't they just drink her milk and no. then get the end okay it's not how it works wow i held a koala i asked questions <laughs> jesus i was just there um oh here's the other thing in australia of course everyone in sydney and melbourne is like why are you going to other cities these are the only yeah. cities to go to. Yeah. And uh, like you go to like first, like you're going to Brisbane <laughs> and yeah. you go to Brisbane. You're like, this city's beautiful. <laughs> it's like, 
beautiful city. And then you're like, oh, they're like, where are you going next? Perth. They're like, why are you going to Perth? And I'm like, because it's my tour. I don't know. Yeah. And they're like, they basically describe like a village. <laughs> you're like, oh, village. And then we flew to Perth and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like the hotel was amazing. The show was incredible. Hannah Gatsby was at my hotel. Oh, did you say what's up? No. So Hannah Gatsby, who of course had the international sensational uh, special uh, Nanette, right? That like blew up. So I'm standing outside of the hotel in Perth, which is by the way, by far the best hotel of the tour. Amazing hotel. Path. I think it's called uh, Como uh, the Treasury. I think that's what it's called. Unbelievable hotel. It used to be a mint, like a treasury building. And it's converted to a hotel. So like, it's just super cool, right? So I'm waiting out front. We're going to go to dinner. Uh, full charge. And um, Charney, the, the, the tour manager. So we're standing out front. Or I'm standing out front waiting for them to come down. Um, like 15 minutes early, I see a car pull up. And it's just, you know, like a, like a blacked out windows. Like a, obviously a, a, a chauffeured, right? Car. I'm just like standing waiting and I see the driver get out, opens the door and I see Hannah Gatsby get out and, and then another lady get out the other side. And when I see her, I'm like, oh, in my mind I go, I should say hello. And then like, like a beat, like a second of thinking comes and I go, she doesn't want to meet me. Like there's <laughs> yeah, no way. She's no interest she'll be like, in me. <laughs> <laughs> really great to meet you. So I'm like, oh, I should just, I should leave her alone. You know, this yeah. is clearly like a getaway she's on. Like just let it, leave her alone. But then I see her in the lobby. Then the next morning, I go down for breakfast, right? And I'm all, we're extra time zone screwed again because not only have we flown to Australia, but now we're in Western Australia. So it's another three hour time zone chain. So I'm sitting down there. Charney had just finished her breakfast at um, the, the neighboring table. So I just sit at the, the next table and I'm like saying hi. And then Hannah and her lady come and sit at the the next table and I'm like again I'm like should I I should say hi right and then I'm like that's <laughs> the point yeah I go like she would be like she's like so what yeah like I, I don't, don't know you. like you you think she wouldn't like you I don't know I don't feel like I feel like I feel like I'm a nice guy and uh nice enough to meet and I would be obviously nice but I feel like if I was like this is who I am like I'm a comedian too. And then she'd be like, oh, but you're like the kind of comedian I despise. <laughs> I don't, you know Yeah, what I mean? you're like, kind of on the other team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You're not really a social justice. I felt, I felt, I felt actually conflicted about it. Yeah. Like I'm I like, I was like, I should say hi. And then I was like, no, she doesn't want me to say hi. Yeah. I know. I know what you're saying. There are certain comedians too that I don't think I would, I'd be like, they wouldn't be jazzed to meet me. Right. So They're I go, not my type. I was like, I'll just, <laughs> Let her have her time and you don't need to say Yeah, that. you don't need uh, to say I don't know that. if that was the right decision. That's just how I was. Yeah. Well, sometimes when I get real excited about the celebrity yeah. and I'll go up to them and I'll be like, I don't care if you want this or not. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ruin your day. I, I, I always feel them. like I'm in that um, circle, that, that fraternity with comedians that you say yes. hi no matter what. Yeah, like, yeah I've yeah. approached... All types of comedians that I didn't know. Who we ran into in Hawaii, like, oh, you remember? Um, Rob Schneider. We ran into Rob Schneider ran in the Rob lobby Schneider. and just sat down and, and talked to him. Just talk, I've never had a conversation with him before. Yeah. Talked to him for 20 minutes. Yep. That's how I, I mean, I had that story on um, on that uh, This Is Not Happening where uh, I met Bruce Bruce, right? On yep. that flight. But 
I just saw him and I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to you, you know? Like, well, I feel like Hannah Gatsby, let's be honest, is a lot smarter than us. Yeah. Probably way more just like empathetic than we are to certain things. You know what I mean? Like I doubt her podcast would open on like the kind of clip we play. Oh, well, we're going to get into it here in a moment. But. <laughs> like I just feel like, she, yeah, she's too, she's like way nicer and. Okay. And stuff. Right? Got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, yeah. Of course. What I was saying was, here's what my thought was. Yeah. She's having a good time. Right, she's, right. Why, she's why, having why a not? romantic, uh, or appears to be getaway. Sure. And it's like, do we need? Do I need to throw this into her pot of a weekend? Right. Just, you know what I mean? Like, eh, I could just, it's not like she's like, God, I wish this guy would say hi. He's just That's like, true. She's not, she wasn't looking at you like, are you gonna? No. Are you gonna come over here, Segura, or not? No, no. She wasn't, yeah. So then let her have her time. No way. With her lady. I, I, there was one point in the table we were sitting at um, that I felt like she looked over and laughed. Oh. And I told that to the tour manager. I was like, oh, I think I think she just looked over here and laughed like for whatever. But, I, you know, those things what can do be you, in your what head. What do you think the laugh was about? I don't know. I don't know. Like, look because we were, we were talking there. about touring and we're oh. right next to her. So, oh. you know, because she's a tour manager. So we were talking right, about. Right, right. You think she overheard you, Hannah? Maybe. And like maybe laughed like, at the thing? Like, and these guys, do they not even know I'm right here? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Oh, this is the other funny, the hilarious thing. So we're we're being driven. You get driven everywhere, right? When, when you do like the international tours. Of course. You it's don't want to drive in Australia. It's on the no, other side of the road. No, no, no. It's, it's, but it's not just that. It's that like the, the tours are put together by a big promotion company and the promotion company covers everything. So that's part of the deal. They put, they, they cover your flights hotels transportation they arrange for it all like you don't do any it's really great easy very easy so but you have different drivers so we're on our way full charge and i are on our way to a show in melbourne the show there and we have a driver older guy i would say you know um in his 60s so he's driving and you know we're um i go oh hey uh we're going to New Zealand in a, in a few days. And it's just like a general thing I, to get like an Australian's perspective. I go, what's, uh, what, what, what's New Zealand like? What are New Zealanders like? And he's like, they're poor. Oh, my and God. I was like, what? And he goes, uh, <laughs> they're, they're really poor, man. Um, most of them are really struggling. It's, it's not. And I was like, really? And he goes, oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty rural. Not a lot going on there, and um, a lot of people are kind of in a in a bad place. He goes, I don't know if, you know, guys like us, I don't know. And I was like, guys like us? What? And he goes, well, you know, Anglo-Saxons. What? And I was like, ah, uh, well, haven't heard that term in but a who's while. But in, who's in New Zealand? I thought it was all kind of. Well, I mean, what he was implying, first of all, is that guys like us who are Anglo-Saxons, which think about using that expression. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying white guys, mm, it's not our favorite spot. And I was mm. like, huh? <laughs> and then he goes, I go, I go to, I go fly fishing there. It's great for fly fishing, but that's about it. Jeez. And I was like, where am I going? You know, like I, I don't know that much about New Zealand other than, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings. Right. So I was like, oh Jesus. Then we go to New Zealand and we stay on a yacht harbor oh. of like 
just yachts. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is really shitty, huh? And then they're like, oh, we're, they're preparing for the America's Cup. So there's also some sailboats over <laughs> here. And I was like, okay. And then I go for a walk and it's just like, I don't know, million dollar condo after million. I was like, who's this fuck? I tell the story to a New Zealand driver and he was like, I wish that guy was here. I know. <laughs> I go, That's yeah. so stupid. Well, they sound you know. so wealthy. Wait, so, but most importantly, and I think the audience is so curious, how are your browns? Well, it's interesting that you, I was, um, I was trying to get into this cutting out sugar again and like carbs and, um, I did for the most part, I actually did something that I don't normally do, mm -hmm. which was like, I was kept having like glasses of wine with dinner. Really? Yeah. I think when, you know, you're, when you're it's, abroad, it's, it's like, it's relaxing and tired and the end yeah. of the day. Um, so I had like pretty, um, pretty normal ones, you know, for the most part, I will say that since I got back, I decided to completely eliminate that stuff. So I've been like pretty much all protein and fat and uh, some pretty explosive diarrhea mm. has been happening, including yeah. at school today. This morning, our right, school. drop off. We just, uh, we just had it. We pulled up and I was like, I, I really have to take a shit. <laughs> and I, we walked our son into school and I was like, why don't you walk him to class <laughs> and I'll use the adult bathroom. Because the there's one in the teacher's lounge. That's it. The The bathroom is in the teacher's lounge for guests. Yeah. Well, guess what? At 8.45 in the morning, um, the teachers are hanging out in the lounge. <laughs> like they're, they're, they're gossiping, they're making coffees, they're having snacks. Mm -hmm. And I was pacing outside of it because I wanted them to leave. And I even, the principal was like, hi, Tom. I was like, hey. <laughs> And but, then I but, finally. But that's the thing is, so I, I put Ellis in the classroom, and then I come out, and you're still hovering in front of the teacher's I was lounge, like, I and can't, I go, I can't. go, go in there, just go shit, because you're gonna, you're gonna, it's an emergency. You were very seldom are you like it is code red, I or code brown rather. I need to go now. Yeah. So I go, just go. Who cares? Go blow it up. Yeah. And so, what happened? So you go in there. Well, and I go are in they there, still and all the lady in? who had just asked me like, "How you doing?" I was like, "I'm fine." I see her and she's like, hi. I was like, can I use the bathroom? So now she's like, oh, this guy's got a real of situation. Of course, because when a guy comes in, yeah, because you guys can pee anywhere, but you can't brown anywhere mm. in public. Here's the thing. It's all women. It's yeah. different when you're like, you shit in front of a bunch of women. It's just different, man. So I, and I knew what was in here. I could feel the bubbles. You know, I could feel it. I knew what it was. So I just, I go in there. It's fucking two feet from them. It's like right there. How come and you're shy? You're shy around these women and never around me. Yeah, you're special. You're a different person. How come I get all the glory? Because you're. I love you. Mm -hmm. I'm not even a woman to you anymore. I what are you like. talking about? I feel like because I'm. You say the those around those women, but yeah. because I'm not a lady, I don't have. I don't get the privilege. You're of your, my main lady. So I get all the farts and all the browns. You are the, given the gift of everything that is me. <laughs> That's a gift. Yeah. You don't like gifts? I wish you thought of me as a woman. I do think and of you as a woman. And then you wouldn't do this. You, you would miss it. <laughs> you would miss it. No, yes, I don't think would. I would. Your brown smells very particular. It's a sour brown smell. Well, It smells this like sour. was high on Oof. the sour chart. Yeah, I bet. <sighs> wait, so go, so wait, hold on. So they're, they're all making their coffee and they're chatting. And then you're in there just dumping. 
I <laughs> I knew what I had. I knew yeah. it, I knew it was gonna be quick Uh-oh. and nasty. Yeah. And so I I went in there. I hear them. They're like, oh, and then in room six, I'm like, oh my god. I shut the door. <laughs> I look on the wall. There's no fan or light or anything. It's just dead silent. Because women don't really do that. So I'm like, oh fuck. The window is open, so I go, thank God. And then I go, I just run the sink, and I just go for a flush and shit, you know, to kind of Smart. mask it. So I go flush shit. I just feel just such an explosion. <laughs> and then I try to clean up quickly, mm-hmm. and I turn around and I do. I stand up to to leave, and I see that the the toilet's all brown. Wow. Yeah, it's all brown. And then I spray, and then I made a quick exit, like yeah. a real quick exit, where I didn't say hi to anybody on the way out. No, no eye contact. Nope, I was like, oh my God, I'm so ashamed. That's so funny, and they're all talking about it. You know, they're like, you know the top screw, the comedian? Do you know yeah. the guy that shits? <laughs> you know Ellis's dad? Just took yeah. a dump in the in the uh, conference center. Window. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, big news. I, I got to tell you, though, I've missed you. Uh, it's been very... You know, the kids got sick. Everybody got sick without you around. And I've been on the talk a lot. And um, I came across this one that really tickled my fancy. It stuck with me. I've been thinking about it for three days now. I sent it to you. You've been on it now. And I just want to play it for the audience because it really struck a chord with me. I I have feelings about it. Yeah, this one uh, ended up being the... Hmm. Let's see, I think it's... Is she there? I think it's here. I think this is it. So, my poly people, isn't it just the most amazing feeling when your partner finds a new girlfriend or a new partner and you get to just soak up all that NRE and knowing that somebody loves your other half as much as you do and (laughs) waking up, they're still asleep. And seeing their phone going off, knowing that that's their new love, just sending the messages and <laughs> waiting for them to get up in the morning. My husband found himself a girlfriend. It's one of our best friends, and I am so, so cool. incredibly <laughs> happy. I can't share this on Facebook. Why? Why not? But I get to share it here because mm-hmm. I just can't hold it in. She's so amazing, and they're so great together. That and I love cool. seeing them holding hands and ah. Ah. My poly people, what's been your favorite thing? Mm. Well, I can tell you <laughs> as a poly person yeah. that I've I've experienced that joy many times. <laughs> Have you? When you just, you're, I'm still sleeping and then my your phone's, phone's lighting up, up. And it's like, I see it. I, and you have the... <laughs> You don't have the lock on, so it's like, what it do? Bring that, what's that pussy doing? Yeah, because uh, yeah. someone else loves me as much as you do. Yep. Someone who we, we've been together for, what, 15 years, yep. and this new, per, our best friend. And I'm like, our best friend. Loves you as much. Is fucking my wife. <laughs> so cool. It's such a cool feeling. <laughs> it's it, it feels like my worst nightmare. Like, all this sounds so horrible. How, how forced? Like, it's so forced. Do you think her brain it's so is playing forced. a trick on her? Let me tell you. Like, it's great. Well, yeah, because if you look at her mouth, it's pointed down. And if you look at how oh, don't her... don't f- do this. What? <laughs> what do you mean her mouth? No, I mean, if you down. if you look at her, the physical, the eyes, like it, it 
her words are betraying what her body language is saying. It's really apparent. There's sadness. It looks like really sad. She looks like the most broken, lowest self-esteemer I've ever seen. No. She's fooled herself into thinking this is okay. There's no way she's okay with this. No, she's not okay with it. There's no way. No one is. And I don't buy any of that. But, uh, or And if you are, then you're not into the person that you're with. No, you don't care. If you're like, this is awesome, it's because, you know what I mean? Like, if, Yeah. If you started dating someone, I'm like, this oh is awesome. God, it's because myself. I don't care about you. <laughs> course you know what i mean i'd be like oh thank god she's fucking dating someone <laughs> this is great man i know this god. this would make me hey why don't you guys go on a trip or something <laughs> yeah right yeah i mean R ricardo or what's his name gonna be tom R my puerto rican ricardo boyfriend works. Yeah. yeah um i would be either i'd probably be both suicidal and homicidal if this if this fucking happened to me really oh i'd kill myself or I'd kill you and the girl jesus I have so much strong. I have so many strong feelings. I'm like, ugh, this is terrible. But I am happy for you when you have a new girlfriend. It, there's no way this can. You be wouldn't be happy for me at all. Real. There's no way. You wouldn't be happy for me at not all. Not even a little. I have a girlfriend. You're not happy for me. <laughs> and all that N R E. That, by the way, is new relationship <laughs> energy. If you're not uh, well versed in poly <laughs> acronyms. There, she's fooling herself. There's no way. You know what it is? Is the guy's kind of a pos. And he's talked her into this bullshit lifestyle. You know what I mean? He's bringing her along and she's like, it's just so great. Can you, can we watch it again? I just, I don't look, watch her body language. So my poly people, isn't it just the most amazing feeling when your partner finds a new girlfriend or a new partner and you get to just soak up all that NRE and knowing that somebody loves your other half as much as you do and <laughs> waking up they're still asleep and seeing their phone going off knowing that that's their new love just sending the messages and waiting for them to get up in the morning mm. my husband found himself a girlfriend it's one of our best friends and i am so incredibly happy <laughs> i can't share this on facebook why not why i get to share it here <laughs> Because I just can't hold it in. Jesus. I can't hold so it in. amazing. I'm going to have a nervous so breakdown. Together. Facebook. I love seeing them holding hands. Oh, and my God. Ah. My poly people. What's been your favorite thing? I just love seeing them holding hands. You can't ah. share it on Facebook because she knows ah. a shitstorm. Of unfold. course. Yeah. Because you know it's counter it would, everything. Basically, all the stuff we're saying would be written out. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be like, oh, so many mean messages. <laughs> <laughs> right, because on some level, she knows that it's not cool. Like, it's not cool with her, I'm saying. On this some is insanity. Level, yeah. Of course. It's not even okay. Of course it is. It's, you, no, no. When you're, I like when she corrects herself, too. She's like, you know, when your girlfriend, when your husband gets a new girlfriend or, or a new partner, like, we have to be PC even in the poly thing, you know, yeah. like, just, oh, it's so gross. It's, it's. It really blows me away. I'm like speechless. I hate it. I saw a clip of um. Ugh. It won't really add up to here, but you know, everything in Spanish is is uh, masculine and feminine, like yes. words are. How that's dare how, you? That's how the language so works. So binary, yeah. And there was this uh, girl who did an interview, um, on a news show, about and she and she started using 
gender neutral no. words in Spanish. But here's the thing that don't exist. So like, it doesn't in other make words, sense. The word doesn't exist. <laughs> and the uh, the anchor was like, what? <laughs> and he started to like uh, really call her out. It, it got it got pretty combative. And he was like, you're not even speaking this language that we both speak. It was pretty great. It's a brand but, new day. It's a Zimzer day. She was like, that's how we should speak. And he's like, that's not the language. <laughs> and then when she would use a certain words that um, she would say it correctly, he would, he would then try to make that gender neutral. You know what I mean? Oh, gosh. Right, oh, right, right, right. Like he, he would be like, oh, don't you mean like less cameras? <laughs> like, it, it was pretty, um, I don't know, it was pretty hilarious. But yeah, this is this is all nonsense. It is nonsense. There yeah. is no way you're happy for your husband banging your best friend. It's just not even possible. I don't There's know. There's no possible. What world. if you What if you did start dating Bert? Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. He's my and, best friend. And you started. I love him. <laughs> I love. Wait, are you happy for Bert and my NRE? Yes. Are you happy about all the texts Bert's been sending me? I'm fine with it. I yeah. love that my friend loves you as much as I do. Yeah. And Leanne, you're with Leanne now, right? I didn't. I mean, we didn't go there. You're going to swap. I thought we were going to do a swap. I just thought that you guys were, <laughs> you and Bert are dating, which is oh cool. God. I'm trying to picture you guys. I don't think I making could. Making love. Oh. He's like. Stop. Oh. Stop. Tom. <gasps> Tom. And that doesn't turn you on. Oh. That doesn't make you really hard. I forgot to brush my teeth this year. Oh, that doesn't turn you on. Um, but I just want to remind our listeners <laughs> that Bert is a great guy, and we're continuing the "Be Nice to Bert" campaign. So don't forget to comment on his posts. Hey, Bert, <laughs> you got real nice eyes. Hey, Bert, your eyelashes are extra strong. You have strong eyelashes. That's a cool shirt you decided to wear. For this photo today, I I <laughs> wish you would keep wearing them on stage. Uh, your your stories are the best on Instagram. You tell oh yeah you have fun stories. Everyone should follow you. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Uh, you you're not that short. Yeah, all good things. Tom. All good. Things. When are you gonna? When am I gonna get a new boyfriend in our poly situation? Well, here's the thing. There's a kind. There's different types of uh, uh boyfriends out there you know who would be a cool boyfriend for you hmm. i think it could be um there is this guy where is he this guy this could be a boyfriend for you all right uh episode two mm. of piss spots i want a random road i'm pulling my dick out I'm on a random road. I'm gonna piss in this monster can while I talk. <laughs> I'm on a random road. Uh, uh, Should have been a 20 minute drive. Going on about 50. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what I'm pissing into, and I'll tell you where I am. Cool. <laughs> By the way, if uh, in a second. Thank if you. you. Didn't, if you didn't realize, this is episode two. What do so, they do in the first? Well, it's just a different place, different cup. Oh, yeah, needed. Much needed. Much needed. So I'm thinking this series is going to be wherever series. I need to fucking piss series. when I'm drunk. Oh, he's drunk and driving? Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Piss on me. 
myself. 50 miles an hour and he's drunk. Let's Andy. do what we normally do. We'll pour it out. <gasps> oh, actually, you want to see the surroundings? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. That's the surroundings. Let's pour it out. It's hammered. Yeah. Oh, God. And Wait. he peed into a can, a oh, monster can. God. That takes skill, no? Yeah, it's kind of. It's one way to look at it. Jeez. Okay. This spot, the uh, 102 break breakdown lane. He's I think you would it. Throw it. Uh, <laughs> and comparatively to the seawall, I'd say I'd give it a seven. Seven. Eight. Very seclusive. I like it. Seclusive. Wait, is that the word? Seclusive? Is that a word? Can you Google that? No, uh, Chris, you're smart. Yeah. Seclusive? Is that a word, Chris? He's a Secluded yeah. is the word he's looking for. But it, this right. Is but wait a minute. Yeah. But it's a word, comparative, more seclusive, superlative, most seclusive. There you go. This guy knows a word I've never heard. There you go. And he's right. Well, can but you, I, I, if, wow. you don't, if you don't mind. Oh, sorry. sorry. He, he's not done. Sorry. At nighttime, you got lights on. I don't think it'd be a good piss spot. Hold on. Let me oh. zip up. Let me zip up. <laughs> oh, there we go. And this is uh, pissing myself. A lot. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven to eight uh, piss bottles. Wow. Well, that was a really cool video. <laughs> now there's a cool guy. <laughs> wow. Wait, what episode is this? This is episode two. Is uh, awesome. If you don't mind, uh, please continue tracking future episodes. Yep, you got of it. Of piss pots. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're all pissed when I'm drunk. <laughs> what do you think his episode summaries are like? He's like, in this episode. You just saw it. <laughs> that is the episode summary. <laughs> you just saw front to back episode two of Piss Pots. <laughs> and I'll just, uh, I'll just, um, I'll just rank where I just pissed when I'm drunk. <laughs> And he's in a car. He's yeah, he's driving. driving drunk. He's driving And drunk. then he pees into cans. I mean, that's pretty impressive to pee in a monster can, right? The, the opening is not very large. So does he have a smaller peener? What's going on here, Tom? Well, he, he pissed all over himself. So don't forget that. So he might have a totally normal sized dog. <laughs> he made um, what one might describe as a drunk decision yeah. to piss into a can oh, oh. on the side of the road recording himself <laughs> while drunk piss pots what do you tell the cop i was make i was doing an episode of piss pots but i would say good marketing on his end for coming up with a title piss yeah. pots is a pretty good name for the show it's uh, accurate yeah it's pretty cool a for marketing it's pretty cool um uh. all right this episode of <laughs> your mom's house is also brought to you by Hymns, you've heard us talking about hymns, how they are helping guys look their best. If you haven't yet, it's time to see what they're all about. Look at the top of my head. Do you want yours to look like this? <laughs> you don't have to. You can go to forhims.com, the one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. It's time to write a new chapter, one in which you have hair. I'm telling you, right out of the gate, as soon as you start seeing hair loss, you need to act. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. No snake oil pills, no gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy who knows men's health conversations 
are easier online and then in person. So all you got to do, you go online, you have a, a doctor consultation, you skip the pharmacy lines, you skip the waiting room. These confidential conversations answer a few quick questions. And if it's right for you, uh, medication to treat hair loss is shipped directly to your door. Dive into 2020 hair first. Right now, our listeners can get started with their first month free. Go to 4hymns.com slash mom. That's 4hymns.com slash mom. Prescription requires an online consultation with a physician who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Offer valid only if prescribed. Three months minimum subscription. Additional restrictions, excuse me, additional restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Remember, that's 4hymns.com slash mom. Oh, Gene. Postage rates have gone up again. Thankfully, Stamps.com eases the pain with big discounts off post office retail rates. We love Stamps.com. We've been using them for years to send our merch out because Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even a warehouse sending thousands of packages a day, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere, anywhere you want to send. And once your mail is ready, you just hand it to your mail carrier or drop it in a mailbox. It really is just that simple. Stamps.com not only saves you time, it saves you money. You get discounts. And um, you don't have to rent a postage meter. So it's just, it's so easy. It's a no-brainer. It saves you time and money. And it's no wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use stamps.com. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and the digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, clip, clip, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in mom. That's stamps.com. Enter um so this is really exciting i gotta tell you you got that nre building i have nre with my new girlfriend um but this is i mean pretty exciting what's up there chomo (laughs) this is your mom's house you don't like it tata there retard (laughs) uh what a great take on the line i feel like the world of YMH has been captivated <laughs> lately <laughs> by our boys. Now that's a thrill, motherfuckers. To light yourself on fire. Light your brain on fire. You know? Huh? Yeah. Doesn't that feel great? <laughs> <laughs> when you're feathering it's, it. Oh, it's just it's so what amazing. You take? When you're feathering it, brother, <laughs> you gotta get a good drip on it. <laughs> I am Everybody I am is. riveted. The, I mean, he is just, uh, God He's damn. taking you get a job here, you fuckface. Yeah, fuckface. So anyways, we did it because everyone's been asking us to do it. <laughs> so there are two new items um, mm. in the store. One is you didn't follow Proto. Um, <laughs> it's from the Office of Double Agents. And uh, <laughs> that's exciting. And you can get that. But. Oh, my life. We also have. Oh, what did you take? Uh, when you're feathering it, brother. Oh, when you're feathering it, brother. Shirt, <laughs> where <laughs> the hair's on fire. There's a little blood on the lips, and uh, it's just it's full action. I you know? I have a feeling this shirt will take the YMH community by storm. I think so too. It really touched 
and tickled my fancy when I saw the, the logo. The thing about the YMH shirts is that <laughs> I feel like it's almost like writing a joke. You know when you write jokes yeah. and you take it up there and it gets like, let's say on a scale of one to ten, it gets like a six. Mm. And you're like, you're like, okay, like it's, there's something there. Mm. But then you go up there and, and all of a sudden you hit a nine or a ten. And here's the thing, there's like a thrill to that, like the yes. thrill of that. Yes, it's why we how do what I we feel, do. That's how I feel about the shirts. Like we put them out and I go, we'll see what happens. And sometimes people are like, yeah, but then something will take off. I feel like Feathering It Brother is going to be colossal. the the slogan of 2020. It's, it <laughs> 2020 is all about Feathering It. <laughs> I'm seeing it everywhere. Everything I do, like I post, I post with those kangaroos, it, and brother. people are like, "Look like you're feathering it, bro." <laughs> like every- <laughs> so yeah, I feel like it is the uh, well, because you can feather anything, you can feather it, and when you you're feathering feather it, it you're just adding flair. You're just feathering it, you're brother. Just feathering it, brother. And I say it to people now, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "You know," and you're feathering it, and they're like, I, "Whatever." <laughs> but then they kind of say it back to me. <laughs> yeah, I get a good grip on it. <laughs> So you gonna feather that shit? It's <laughs> so dumb. I want you to take when you're feathering it, brother. Yeah, I get a good grip on it. <laughs> it's insane. It's insane. Well, especially the the phrasing. It really is just finding that combo of words when yeah. you're feathering it, brother. Yeah. It's like that. Well, that you're, is you're, that is poetry. It is poetry because you're also yeah. you're being a teacher. You're being a yeah. mentor. Yeah, you know you're, you're telling brother. somebody else. Like look, Chris has all that hair. He could feather his pretty easy. Feather the shit out of that man. Yeah, I mean you could feather Don't your you hair, feather brother. Feather it, brother. You know. I want you to take <laughs> when you're feathering it, brother. <laughs> ah, it's pretty great. Ah, and then he does that too. He yeah. goes ah. <laughs> he um. He went to a feathering it, brother. He went to city council. You're kidding me. Uh, and he no, he did not. He spoke about. You <laughs> they're all like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> Was he as a double? Wait, as a civilian or as a double double agent? Um. So, um, I would like to thank you for having a great police chief and a great sheriff. And you, none of you guys are getting this stamp on your face, which is a real, a real great thing, you know. <laughs> so thank you very much. Uh, can you tell me if I can get a police report on this uh, with normal counsel out there, uh, yeah, with this woman? That's, that's tribal land. Okay. Well, you got tribal cops needing some feds to come see them because I'm going to arrange that if I can with everything I know. <laughs> what? Yeah. So <laughs> he's at a city council meeting <laughs> the town of Parker. Um, do you know where that is? I don't know where that is. Town of Parker. No, let me see if I can figure that out. Uh, where we could get a location on this guy? <laughs> City Council looks to be <sighs> quite impressed with uh, <laughs> the retired double agent in front of them. He has his glasses on the podium hmm. where the, um, I don't know what these are called on the frames here the that goes over your ear. Mm. They appear to have blades on the back of them. What? <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, where did. are you seeing that? Uh, it was sitting on the... It didn't That's what like, those um, are? I would like to thank you for having... Those are his glasses? A great yeah. police chief and a great sheriff. And you... What? That's metal. Those are metal oh glasses. Oh my God. <laughs> See? Those they are... Oh, it's Arizona. Uh, blue band saying. Oh. Wait a minute. 
Yeah. Okay. So let's let's study this because I'm just saying this now, really for the. I thought it was a bike handle. So it looks like he's got glasses taped with no lenses, and then razor blades. And he also has a pouch that says "Baby Raper." On Yikes! It. And yeah. then he goes, "You guys are lucky you're not getting the stamp on your face." Like he says that to <laughs> like six city council people, and there's mm. a policeman sitting right there, like, "Uh." <laughs> What is his point? He's like, like what you're, is he you're lucky. That's a good None thing. None of you guys are getting this stamp on your face, which is a real, a real great thing, you know? It's a real great thing that you guys, oh. by the way, you can look at it as a real positive for you guys <laughs> that you're not getting he's, the baby rape. But he's now. letting them know that they're not going to get the stamp today. Is that why he visited a city? I don't know. He said he wants a police report. I don't know where it goes. This, this cuts oh. off here. Does it, does it go somewhere? Yeah, it just ends there <laughs> abruptly. It does? Mm -hmm. Oh, here's the thing you didn't realize, because I was, I was looking at these. He uploaded separate videos for each beat of this. Oh. <laughs> so each video is about this duration, and it's a separate upload. Interesting hmm. way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's parsing out that monetization or something. He's doing a slow bleed. You know, it's actually a pretty mm -hmm. smart YouTube strategy. Mm -hmm. Dude, he talks to this. He talks to the, if you go to his page right now, if you go to the page that you found this on, you can see that like the next upload is just a like go to that page though. You know that it's that it's uploaded on. Yeah, the, a channel called Filthy Churches. Yes. And then it's everything from like hit videos, right? Filthy Churches. And he actually See how there's like oh. multiple things from that day? It's all from that day. Now, and then it keeps going. There's a cop outside. He talks to that guy. What's interesting, though, is that he labels these with titles, unlike Robert Paul Champagne, who just does right. the numbers. Oh, this is then... exactly. This is much more like, what is this title? <laughs> Tribal police, white guys, trashed a native woman, had her naked for patients to see. Hmm. It sounds like an intense episode. Yeah. He's trying to pick up on that algorithm. About to rip the clothes off of a woman and... Uh, allow other patients to observe her breast hanging out at least and grossing the hell out of me. Uh, uh, is the that... The thing I have to say about it is the town partner has nothing to do with the Yeah. Aspect. All right, well, I was just... Um, I would like to say you're police. I've screened city after city for 50 laps around this country. Your sheriffs ain't doing this kind of crap. Hmm. Well, he is doing a public service. He's... Going around the nation, making sure they're following Proto. What's the, uh, if, if you back up one, yeah, I go to that. What's the next one? Is it that one? And then he, and then he talks to the police outside. See, isn't that a cop? That's the cop who was sitting in the room. You see? All over the nation. And uh, like I said, I, I've taken cop after cop down in this country. Even chief of police is for arson. Sergeants, everything you can imagine, Pritchard and the hospital together was in on this crap together. Okay, they wanted me to see her because these are cam shades and I don't go too many places without them being on, okay? But there is a HIPAA violation. You can't be doing that in hospitals. It's again. Well, that, those are cam shades, Tom. And then. You didn't know that? So, Why didn't well, you know that? I think I could probably get them, guys. Do you, you know how I could probably do that, Chief? Personally, I would start with. Uh, the chief denner he's a new chief okay he's a, he's a chief. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. Well, i'll do what i can. all right <laughs> okay ah the yeah 
I mean, he's this, following Proto, but this guy is way, following Proto. Fetsmoker's really doing the work. Yeah. He's not just claiming to take dirty cops down. He is testifying. Yeah. And city council's being like, this is my job. Mm-hmm. I do this. He is the Fed smoker. He really is. He's not a false, false fucking blood. No, he's not. He's not a no. false blood. He's really. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Yeah, he's really spending time on this. He's like, how do I take care of this? <laughs> In between feathering it, he yeah. follows Proto. I mean, if I wonder if they would be interested at the city council of watching him uh, remove his teeth or yeah, get of course. it or go to Falcon Car Wash. Of course. <laughs> what I love is that this is the, this is the first video where they're all watching him yeah. and then by the third video they're all avoiding eye contact. Well, it's they're also like, it's hard to remember when you're watching this that he's being him like this and holding a phone <laughs> and he's like so uh ah <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I take down dirty cops all over it. All over the country, <laughs> and they're like, All right. they're "Why the intensity of the talking? Like, why is it like this?" You know, what's I, going I on? I think you just have to. You got to be intense in this world. <laughs> you can't be passive. Do you think it's the meth? Um, the meth. I mean, because Drew said he's taking meth. Yeah, I don't want to be lumped in in an accusatory tone towards the Fed smoker. So <laughs> I would say I think he's just a real. Uh, Intense dude, like David Goggins. Yeah, you know, oh, sure. Like, yeah, just uh, on that level. Huh? Just on that level. Like of a like Marine. Getting shit done. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They have a drive to them. Mm-hmm. Gene. Um, mm-hmm. Intensity. Yeah, go ahead. We had Sarah Gamble in here. Oh, my life. And, uh, you know, I became obsessed with you, this show on Netflix last year. And I got you into it. And then now and then we're in the world. season two dropped. Even better than season one, if that's possible. I didn't think it was possible, and I do think it is true. It's so good. It is so good. And I even uh, DM'd Sarah. I did too. And I was like, dude, you, I don't know how you did it. She's like, have you finished it yet? I go, I'm like, not yet. She's like, it's about to get crazy. And it really, did you watch it, Native? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it great. Was, great season. Holy shit, dude. I, I really didn't think, because when that ended, I was like, oh, this feels like this could be like a one-off like season one can live on its own right. as a yeah. story, right? You're like, where's it? There's definitely from a beginning, middle, and end, and it, you know, crazy way that it ends. You feel like, okay, it's like a movie, and you go, that's the end of the movie, and then season two, you're like, how's this gonna? And they really took it. to They another really level. feathered it to feathered another it fucking level. They feathered it. the shit out of that. And, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, I really. They feathered the fuck out of that second now, season. Now, by the way, they they um. They announced they're doing season three. Oh, I what can't wait. What if they include Fed Smoker in, th- in season three? <laughs> That's the only way to top it. <laughs> that would so, be the best. If uh, uh, Will, Buddy. a.k.a. Joe, is like, I have a new Will. roommate. And he's like, are you bringing that stinky twat over here to clean the house? <laughs> of his new roommate. He's I like, oh, he's so aggressive. So annoying. <laughs> he's lighting himself he's like, on fire. Uh, Fed smoker, why do I wake up with a baby raper stamp on my face? <laughs> He's like, because you've been not feathering it, brother. And I like his love interest as well. She's su- such a great actress. She's phenomenal. She, her, I love her uh, her mouth. She's got great teeth. And the way her mouth moves, I really enjoy watching her talk. And do you know the, what I'm saying? Like, yes, I know it sounds yes. stupid, no. but I really enjoy it. Yeah, the, even watching her just Goddamn. speak. And... 
yeah. the uh, the the building manager, you know, the Latina. Yeah, that yeah, we're... yeah, fantastic. Fantastic. Now, I've also been, um, you got me to watch Parasite. Oh. No, thank you. Thank How? you for ruining my night. Have you seen that one? No, not yet. Okay. I've heard amazing things. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Okay. Right, I need to rent it when it's, I get home. It's a good, I see what Tom likes about it. Let me just say that. <laughs> I see what Tom enjoys. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hold on a second. Sure. We always say to this that like this is Tom's work. This is won the Golden Globe, Oscar nominated. Don't care. International sensation. Couldn't care less. Wait, you're trying to say this is not a good film? <laughs> it's I I think it's uh, done really well, but yeah. for me it made me sad and yeah, depressed yes. and angry. Yes, and it stressed me out. Yes, and I didn't feel good watching it. Yes. I didn't like it. That's the fucking movie. <laughs> That's the fun of it is to yes. feel stressed out and angry yes. and sad. It's an experience. You watch that movie, you go through an emotional roller coaster. It is a an experience. You actually yeah. You I mean here's the thing. It's such an original story. You know what I mean? Like it you, is very you watch it and you're like, oh my! And the, I've I've said it before, but the, the whole thing I look for when I when I watch a movie is I want to be surprised. Yeah. Every movie is a fucking blueprint, carbon copy of the other. Like yes. you, the movie starts and you're like, I know who these are. I know where the story's going. You know mm. what I mean? You you waste two hours and you're like, yeah. I was, knew that was, was going to happen. Yeah. I knew the whole thing. I knew it from the no, beginning. It's, it, look, it's good, but it put me in a sad place. It put me in a weird mood. Yes. I I just got bummed. I got a little bummed. That's now, what I live for. I know. I think you're going to really dig Dracula on Netflix. Have you watched yeah, anyone? This, it's it. so I, fucking good, you guys. Check out Dracula. It's only it's like three movies. It's not going to bum me out. It's fucking Dracula. It is, but he's great. You're going to love it. It's a new, kind of a newer take on it. It's fantastic. Man, and Parasite I've been, keeps you on your fucking toe. Okay. Like, you are the whole Paris. time just like, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you're not in, like you're not celebrating what this guy Maybe did. Maybe I was in a, a weird mood. I think I was like alone in the house. You were far, far away. I was I was feeling sad that you were gone, a little scared. Movie, I don't need to see stuff like that when I'm feeling vulnerable. That you know? movie has made me want to dive into Korean films more. Oh, okay. I'll do that with you. Yeah. I like, I love Korean stuff. Yeah. I so love I, them. I, I, uh. I like the Koreans. I like is the your, Korean soap operas. Is your new boyfriend Korean? Totally. We have that NRE. Are you so excited for you, us? I am so <laughs> happy that, you know, when your yeah. wife starts dating a new Korean man and you've, that NRE is filling up your house. And he's your best friend, too. That's the best part. And Bobby Lee is just at your house <laughs> and he's with your wife but you're like i love bobby and i love and he loves her as much yeah. as i do how much do you like it when you know that i've come home from just having sex with bobby like and you smell nre on me and uh, babe i love like i take a shower first and you know i'm just washing him off of me and stuff oh i go don't wash him off i want some too <laughs> give me some of that kimchi mm. 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 You know what else I've been into on the TLC, the learning channel, is Thousand Pound Sisters. And I've got to get you on there. Because it's combined, they weigh a thousand pounds. One is 600 and one is 400. Oh, my God. And one has so, is so fat that there's fat on her forehead. Will you Google the photos for them, Nadab? You got to see these two. And they drink their sodies every day. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm guessing six bills is on the left. <laughs> yep, there's still six bills. And the one on the right is married Fuck. and has a relationship. The one on the left, not so much. Okay, so what's the... Uh, 
Well, they're going to try and get no, their stomach stable. What's the trauma all about? Why, oh, why? yeah. Their mom was a real piece of shit, unsupportive. Dad left them. There's so much trauma. And the best part is they meet the mom to announce that they're going to do the stomach stapling. And the mom is like, good luck. Y'all never stuck with anything before. Like totally dream crushing them. Cool. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're finally going to go for it. Try to get healthy. Why? Yeah. We've always been losers. That's right. Pretty much that's what the mom says. Cool, mom. I'm like, you guys need a lot of therapy. They definitely do. Uh, and she does have a... See how fat her forehead is? It's crazy. Yeah. her The bone structure of her face <laughs> has changed. Like she looks spe- special. It's so crazy. <laughs> and can I... And, and have you seen that? It's so crazy. And have you seen like on Instagram? Oh, Adele lost weight. Did you hear that? No. She lost a bunch of weight. And anyway, like there's people on Instagram that are like... Don't fat shame Lizzo or so and so because she's still healthy even though she's overweight. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not true. Like, you, I don't think being overweight is healthy. Am it's I crazy not, here? No, you're not crazy. I mean, it is weird when somebody is notably overweight and people are like, it's a, it's fine, it's good, you know? Yeah. It's like to say that it's healthy. It's it's no no way. And I've no talked way. to. Our physician, who's a, a really, really bright physician. Yeah. And uh, he's, I've brought this up to him. And he's like, it's never, it's not okay ever. <laughs> yeah. It's, you're not supposed to be, it's not good for you. It's not. Even, my, even he told me, he's like, you need to lose. Oh. I need to lose. So he's like, he's you're told me overweight. Every time in <laughs> like, very whoops. direct terms. <laughs> yeah. He's like, do you think it's good that you're overweight? I'm like, uh, no. So I know when there's somebody who's like a hundred pounds overweight and people are like, it's awesome. Like, no, it's not. That's what the culture's saying. And then there's these Instagram posts. Remember I sent you the video where they're like, I love my oh, curves. Yeah. I love how I fit in these jeans. Yeah, it's like, no, like, you don't. I'm fat and I'm black and it's awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like, what? I mean, and like, I don't apologize for these curves. Those aren't like curves. You're really obese. Yeah, like you need to not and you have, be that fat. You absolutely either have or will have serious health complications yeah. because yeah. of how curvy you are <laughs> you're not curvy well it can't it doesn't feel good to be overweight it no. doesn't feel good at all i'm going through diarrhea intense <laughs> diarrhea right now to try to shed some pounds i know i'm drinking the cardi b tea i'm trying not to eat like a pig Listen, because I could be a thousand pound sister like that. I have truth, it in me. I want to be is, a thousand is that pounds. It's, it's a struggle. Yeah, you got to fight uh, the fight. Though. It, is, it is helpful when people are like positive with you about it. That is the truth. You know, mm-hmm. like if people are like, it's great that you're doing this. Hey, you know, keep working out. Keep eating healthy, you know, celebrating and pushing you along the way in a healthy way for for your mind. But the whole denial and dance of delusion that people do it's like, crazy dude you can be 350 and you know what i th- i think you look great no, it's like you don't no you don't you don't <laughs> look great don't. you don't look great it's and not, you're not doing well it doesn't feel good you're gonna no. get diabetes for sure you're gonna die before other people right but but now do you know that the culture is like if you say that about obese people you're fat shaming and you're not letting them love themselves if you're like hey you're yeah. probably gonna get diabetes but here's you're gonna the be thing. sick they're like no here's, that's not true I'm healthy here's what you're doing now though. you're shaming people who have decided to give up and what people are saying is like it's okay 
to give up. That's essentially mm. what this conversation is about. Oh. Because he, there's people who just go, I don't want to try. Like, I don't want to make a diet change or a lifestyle change. I want to, yeah. I'm, I'm overweight. And it's And fine. like, I'm just going to stay like this. And then yeah. people go, we should have acceptance for that. Here's the truth. We should not. I don't think so. We either. should not. Well, that's like that's like saying we should have acceptance for people that are just like I'm going to give up and be a heroin addict. Like, no, yeah. you shouldn't. You should, like, fight like, fight, man. Him, fight yeah, you should fight the fight, man. Fight the fight. You should fight the fight. Well, I actually, it's funny because I. And this offer, is coming, by the way. This is not coming from a place that I'm better than. This is coming from a place like of somebody who's d- struggled with this my entire adult life. Right. I'm, I'm always either up or down, but I hope like I've always tried to get to the point where like, well, I'm going to try. Of course, bitch, try, bitches know? be snapping back after they have babies. I'm yeah. on the snap back now. I'm working yeah. hard for my snap back. But I, I offered actually somebody, remember, I, because I, I'm doing uh, Weight Watchers, and I offered it to some one of my relatives for free. I go, I'll, I'll do this with you. And she she refused it. She that's goes, ex- no, I want. Ex- I like to eat, and I want to stay fat. It's exactly like, what we're talking right. about. It's saying, right. I accept... <laughs> I accept this lifestyle, which you go, why can't people... Yeah, you can. You're right. You you can and you and people do but don't dress it up yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. like if you you know what i mean if you want to do that fine but don't dress it up be like and it, it's and it's good and it feels good it feels good and i still <laughs> think i look good you look terrible you look terrible you look terrible and you look unhealthy <laughs> and you're gonna die before everyone else it's true and you're gonna have more problems it's so true yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And speaking of people who have given up, I took a photograph of a man in the pharmacy the other day. I was standing in line. <laughs> Nadav, can you please put this photo up on the screen? I had such strong feelings when I saw this man and the way he dressed. And I just want to go over <laughs> this with you. Do you see what I see? Yes. Can you describe it for the audience? And Those let's let's go through it bit by bit. Our boat shoes. They're leather boat shoes. Um, the kind of shoes you wear on a dock in Florida. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's got shorts on. Here's what I... But what does he not have on? What is missing? Well, you don't wear socks with those. Why not? Oh, because you're, you're on a boat and... Yeah, those you, are like... You should be those barefoot. Yeah, those are barefoot shoes. They're, they're designed to be worn like that. They Here's the thing. 100% smell. Yes, that's all I can those think about. shoes stink that's all i can think about like a dead guy's dick they yes. don't smell good i'll tell you that doesn't smell good it does not smell good that's all i can think of is how disgusting his feet smell and yeah. his wife has to smell those feet when he oh, takes the shoes those off. are the kind of like those are the kind of shoes you can smell if they if you take them off <laughs> when you walk by the room you could be like what the fuck is that those are those <laughs> so shoes sweet. and if he wore those all day and then like sat on the couch and put his feet up on an ottoman yeah. um, across the room. You'd be like, hey, you, you needed to go take a shower. Yeah, because that's the deal you're making with the devil is when you decide to go sockless in on those shoes. Those don't breathe. They don't. That's they're the not thing. breathable. So the sweat sits in there. Yeah. And the leather makes them sweat more and they just carry an intense Bacteria. Intense smell to them, yeah. And the same with Toms. If you've ever worn a pair of I've Toms. I've never worn them. I, I used to like them, but then they make your feet real sweaty and smelly. Because there's like quick. nylon. Again, yeah, there's right? a cloth. A cloth, and again, no breathing. Not breathable. Yeah. And it's just, so basically, if you're buying these, I thought these were called top ciders. Now, what is Maybe a top cider? I don't know. And what is a moccasin? 
I feel these, like these are in that moccasin world. Yes, it's yeah. in that same world of of like nerd shoes are just like uppity white people shoes, right? Like nerds wear these, right? Yeah, these are for dorks, topsiders, nerds. Yeah, Ugh. like in the eighties, yeah, geeks wore this stuff. Yeah, preps. That's, no, this reminds me of Florida. I had a pair of these when I was in Florida. Mm. Um, people would just, you know, this mm, was this smelly. is like part of the game. Yeah, I don't like them. I don't miss them. I'll tell you that. I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm, fil- I'm filled with shame and regret right now. <laughs> I just don't like seeing a man not wear socks. Anytime I'm out in public and he's not wearing socks, by the way, shoe, you I know where like that's it. also a big that not this style, uh, a cooler style, but that's very prevalent is Miami. Mm. In Miami, they're like, you're a fucking chomo yeah. if you don't have sockless, right? Like slip on. That's part of the gear. Well, you, you, you have to have an outfit. No, flip flops one thing, but I'm saying like you're going to someone's beach party condo. You got to wear slide on shoes with no socks. Mm. You look like a dork if you have socks there. That's true. You well, know? that's a beach. So you're culture, wearing it's yeah. like a beach culture thing, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, this definitely. was in the San Fernando Valley. And yeah, this guy. We got. We got to get him out. <laughs> it was cold out too. Like I. I don't think so. Well, that's not... actually in his favor then. At least. At least it was yeah. cold out. Ugh. Uh, but I love that you. Ugh. Made took note of this. I did it because I had such a visceral reaction, and he's very pale and pasty. And I imagine that his feet are pink like a pig's. And okay. Then put them in those disgusting. A lot of peas there. Pale I and pasty. Did. Pink like a pig's. Yeah. Put them in there. It's an alliteration. Yeah, Isn't I really that what like that's that. called? Or an auto. Is it onomatopoeia? Take it down, please. Alliteration. Yeah, disgusting. Please. Look how white that gonna guy is. Gonna fucking vomit. Yeah. Uh, also, I wanted to bring up. Yeah. Um, on my show, where my mom's at, you know, we were discussing. Um, someone, someone wrote in an email saying that my husband does the laundry, and um, if there's something that needs to be done in the house, he'll he'll just do it. Like for instance, if if one of us walks by a pile of dirty dishes, we'll just do it. And if I do the laundry, my husband will fold the laundry. And I was just wondering because, you know, I like to talk, I'm curious about other people's homes and how they do stuff. And it was brought up on the show that maybe I could suggest it to you if we could start kind of being a little more equitable in the division of duties around the house. Are you being serious right now? Is, there, is this a joke? <laughs> it's being serious because I said that I would ask you and then video the response, but I feel like we should just do it on YMH. Okay. No. Really? No. What are you talking about? <laughs> you wouldn't fold the laundry? No. I know. And I said this too. I'm like, there's no way because in 15 years, I've never seen right. you fold laundry. Yeah, not it's, once. It's not, and it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen in 10 years. So yeah, no. The answer is no. Okay. I'm not going to I knew it though. I knew that's what laundry, the answer would be. And I'm not doing dishes. Yeah. No, you haven't. And you've really stuck to that <laughs> for the last 15 years. <laughs> you're if anything you're very consistent. <laughs> well, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. Yeah. In 15 years. Yeah. You're saying that but you have come to accept that as part of the package deal. Yes, I do. I have right? total there's acceptance good things, of who you flaws. are. There's good things flaws. I I know there's things that are I've done and I don't do it to be a dick. I'm not like, I'm a fucking asshole and a bitch needs to fuck. Like, I'm not. Wow. I'm no, not you're not like, like that guy that we played no. who's like, a woman am, needs to clean. No, of course not. Um, I just, look, I've always been 
sloppy. Me too. Messy. I know. And when we were broke and living in the Rampart Division <laughs> and like scrapping together money for rent. We lived off of Trader's Joe every week. Trader's Joe, burritos, <laughs> chicken burritos. Yeah. Um, twice a month, maybe once a month, we would scrap together $80 and be like, you know, we're not going to, whatever, go out to dinner this week. Um, and somebody will come here and do a deep cleaning of this apartment. Yep. And I just feel like, um, you know, I've never been the pickup person. I'm you're just not, not who I am. You're I not. Know. And I'll tell you, but, but you know why I don't hate you for it. Mm. And this is why on where my mom's at, like I joke about it, but the truth is we've always had someone else do it. We've outsourced the problems. Right. That to, to make the house happier so that i don't hate you we yeah. outsource it same with grocery shopping there's an instacart app if there's something you want put it in the fucking instacart or you tell me and i'll put it in and that's fine yeah so we've outsourced those issues yeah i agree it's a huge marriage saver it is because i don't get mad at you for not doing that stuff you I scrap together it. the cash yeah you just have do somebody it. do the cleaning and you go into <laughs> debt to get yep. teeth. you know what i oh you go into debt to get teeth always teeth are priority yes. Teeth and a housekeeper. Rack up the debt. Hell yeah, we both did that. Pay we put interest. it on a credit card. Pay hey, interest. B BT Dubs, speaking of a dental update, yours are a little yellow. We, do you know that our dentist just up and left? Yeah. We don't have one anymore. Yeah, he's gone. He just retired and didn't kind of like, they no, didn't they, they know. They sent out messages. They did? Yeah, they sent out messages. Because I called him the other day just out of curiosity, it's gone and saw my x-rays that I just took. So now when we go to the new place, I got to do a full set of new x-rays, which sucks. By I the just way, paid for those. it is pretty funny. I'm thinking about it now. What? That I, that I would do laundry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you would never. And like. Never. And I've I, never I'll, seen I'll you do it. I'll handle the dishes. Hilarious. <laughs> well, and yeah. I have scores of men writing me being like, yeah, it's not a big deal. Like my, my, I'll do the, if my, there's this one blew me away. If my wife cooks, I'll do the dishes. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> never happened. Not I don't think that's ever happened in our lives. Hey. Hello, but it's just what I know about you, yeah. and I just okay. So I've accepted it, and and look, there are things that like that um that you resent and reject from your parents, and there are things that you adhere to, and like you kind of copy. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And I just I also I grew up in a house like that and yeah. it's just something that i was always you know like the woman does it no it wasn't like that though it wasn't like you're a woman let's do it it no. was a natural can, can i tell you something there is there's, i wish i could remember which comedian said this at the laugh factory but he was so spot on i god i wish i could give him credit right now he goes you know a woman stops loving you when she doesn't put a plate of food in front of her man. That's that's what's up. And that is, for me, 100% true. The minute I'm like, fuck him, he makes his own plate of Thanksgiving dinner or whatever, yeah. the woman doesn't love you. That's true. So, but for me in our home, when I cook for you and the children yeah. and I put a plate of food in front of you and them, that's love. Yeah. Now, I don't like doing well, them dishes, but... I know. I know. <laughs> But look, all, all those but things. But you take out the trash. I do, I do. You and take care of the cars. You do the outside of the house. All those things are also, by the way, nonverbal. Like, right. Uh, when I was a kid, my sisters would naturally, like on their own, help with those things in the house. Do you know right, what I mean? Like, right. They picked it up from your mom. 
they they just did it naturally and then i would naturally watch my dad do all the, the car stuff the car but you'll put truck. gas in the car for me yeah. and you'll make sure that that stuff's maintained yeah, sure. and blah 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 and i think i grew up with that too because the european way is very similar my yeah. mother and my stepmother both cooked for the husband your and, dad There's oh no my dad demands fucking way yeah he was like i'll clean up no way never when i but was he might be going more on that like you better fucking no it's you better <laughs> yes. and i'll tell you from the time i was <laughs> it's, oh it's a little different you better of course <laughs> By the time I was 10, I was his maid. I would clean the whole house and he would go play tennis. And then I would come back. He would come back four hours later and I had to clean the whole house. Yeah. No, I was his little lady servant and I would cook for him and stuff when I was 10. Yeah, that's super uh, good. That seems like kind of crazy. A little excessive. Yeah. yeah you but, fucking bimbo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was just because he was a fucking maniac. But yeah. uh, I didn't realize that that whew. guy. I mean, I was reading more. I think I saw that, but he's he's like a legit kickboxer. Yeah. No, yeah. really. Yeah. yeah. And his dad was a a legit chess champion, like a chess master. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes from be, a long line of champions. But just to be clear, I don't do your laundry either. No. Our housekeeper does. Once, and here's the thing. Week. And I don't. I, I don't have, fold your fucking laundry. She does. So no. that's why I don't he hate your titled and fucking lazy. That's why I don't hate you. Just no. so you know, because we outsource. And like, here's shit. the thing. The other day, except the dishes, I, before you don't I left on that dishes. trip, I had this clothes that I needed cleaned. I went by myself down to the laundry room, washed it. Oh my god! Dried it, pulled it out of the dryer. Oh my god! Put it in a suitcase. How did you feel? I felt fine. <laughs> I just needed to get it done. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. Well, you lived. Uh, when Mike, um, so in Latin culture. You know, most of that world has help. Yeah, like, like a living, or or at least somebody that comes like in the regularly. Philippines too. Yeah. And when my cousin, one of my cousins, came to study English, he was uh, twenty three, twenty three, and I helped him get an apartment here. He's doing uh, English courses at USC. Um, he was like, "Oh fuck!" And I go, "What?" He goes, "How do I use the laundry machine?" Oh my God. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, I've never used a laundry machine before in my life. In my life. And I had to walk him through it. 23 year old guy. That's terrible. Well, my kids aren't going to be like that. Ellis already knows how to do his No, own he's going to know. And he's he be likes like, to hey, fold bitch, it. Get over there <laughs> and fucking pick that up. Okay. All right. Um, mm -hmm. Finally, mm. support for your mom's house comes from TurboTax. TurboTax is here to help this season by making tax filing easier for you. They've made it their mission to give you all the tools and advice you need to get your taxes done with confidence. Like making uploading your W-2 as easy as taking a picture. Just use your phone or tablet to simply snap a picture of your W-2 and then watch your information appear in the right place in your tax return. You can be sure you're filing your taxes correctly while at the same time making sure you're getting the best possible refund. TurboTax, all people are tax people. Very nice. All right. Um, Gene, mm. what did I want to tell you? Oh, um, I wanted to talk to Josh Potter for a second. Oh, my God. So, Josh, um, let me ask you something. If you could, first of all, you played 
where was it? Wilmington? Well, yeah. How Just was this it? past weekend? It was great. Dude, you had sold out shows. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, thanks to all the Wilmingtonites who yeah. came out, all the folks down there. Did you ever go, go uh, to Wilmington? I never met. That's coastal, right? Yeah, because I thought it might be near your college. No, nah, I was uh, much further west. Ah, Where is Wilmington? It's North not Carolina. LA. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not, not LA. LA. Don't care. Go ahead. Um, but the shows were fun. Yeah, they were fantastic. They were so much fun. That's awesome. The club was great. And um, can't wait to go back. How'd you do in the uh, lady department? Uh, there were a few uh, nice ladies in Wilmington, uh, but there was one a couple of weeks ago uh, that that uh, I had some issues with. Wait, <laughs> what kind of issues? Well, there was not really an issue necessarily, uh, but it was something, you know, that was fun. You know, I, I don't know. I think I heard somebody at the Laugh Factory say one time, like, if she doesn't put a finger in your butt, she doesn't love you. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. You know that old adage? I do know that. Play the and, food uh, and a finger mm, in the butt. Yeah. Yep. So I had, uh, you know, she volunteered that. That was fun. I had a so great wait, time. Can, can we go finger. through this, though? Yeah. So- is um is it a finger while blowing you? Is it the reach around while you're banging her? Is it just like is yeah while blowing me while blowing you? Yeah, she puts the finger at middle finger. Yeah, which finger? I couldn't tell. I'm trying to figure out it's probably, which finger. That's probably it was. index. It felt like a a pointer. Yeah, is that the index? index yeah. yeah. Okay, my bad. Yeah, I called it the pointer finger. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It didn't feel like a. It definitely wasn't a thumb. You know, right. I felt that. And so this this was enjoyable while you were sure I, I take a finger here and there that's yeah. fine you know i don't mind and how far up are we uh you know well so then i you know she was doing a, g- a, a good job at it <laughs> so i was like you know yeah. you don't have to you can you don't have to be you know shy about it all let's you know see what's going on yeah so then she got a little aggressive and uh i forgot that she had like nails on oh and, like the uh, press-ons i think they were i don't think i i don't know if that's not disparaging just suggest perhaps they were fake but uh i think they might have been they were still on when they came out uh mm. so that's a, that's good that's good but uh at one point she goes oh my god i'm sorry i didn't think i was on my period or anything and she pointed to a spot on the bed and i said oh no that's probably probably me <laughs> me because uh it definitely got a little too aggressive wow. at one point and i got a bit of a contusion or no what's the word when you get a when you get a scratch. A fissure? Laceration, thank you, ooh. yeah. And you, you could feel it? You were like, ooh, that hurt. Yeah, I, found, I had a cross-country flight a few hours later, and uh, <laughs> that's where it really became apparent. It <laughs> was... Ooh. How much blood did Basic you economy is where you find out you had a little scratch in your asshole. Uh, I, it wasn't a lot, but it was a, a portion. Now, was the, did the uh, laceration feel like it was on the rim outside or internal? Uh, it was inside. It was <gasps> inside. Hundo percent. Do, do you have hemorrhoids on your anus by any chance? I don't think so. Mm. I think <sighs> she would have mentioned that maybe. Well, you can feel them too. I I, I don't feel. No, I don't. I've, um, I, by the wow. way, I mean, with the, in the last, I don't know, six months, you've really been on a fucking tear, man. Yeah, it's crazy. So did you, um, any progress on completion or everything's the same? Oh, no, everything's the same. Yeah, yeah. even that's why I was like, you know, let's test this finger theory out yeah. you know but uh nope no dice no so dice. so hold on let me just get a clear picture because so for her to really make your butt bleed she was really going in and out well it doesn't that... take much to be quite honest with you i don't know if uh 
I never had a nail in there before, and so found out it doesn't take much. It's a sensitive area, Christina. It is inside your butthole. It and this is. was a this was a road hookup. Yeah. Wow. Road beef, huh? Road yeah. But yeah. not Wilmington beef. No, no. Okay. Were you afraid at any time? Did you feel like you had to brown when she was doing that? No, I was pretty evacuated. In fact, because uh, I didn't expect the hookup to occur, and I had a real day. Oh. Uh, a real road day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> And you weren't afraid for her to... No, I took two showers before. Two yeah, but, showers? but wait a yeah, minute. because you're... it was that much of a day. But you're saying that you had diarrhea that day, and then you allowed someone to finger your butthole, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be kind of a sensitive area to begin with? No, Christina, because you see, I evacuated myself fully. Okay. Uh, I, love the, uh, but, I love the... But diarrhea makes your b-hole tender. No. no, not necessarily. Does no. to me. That's if you have like repetitive diarrhea. Yeah, if you've got some uh, particles in there that's like, and then you're wiping over and super, over. Super, yeah. super much. But if you just have like an, uh, you know, If you're explosion. just pissing out your butt, you're, yeah, yeah. just like a right okay. out. It's know? like taking a laxative. You just cleaned out. Exactly. That's, that's it was one time, of those. It's when you oh, want a finger and eat it up. It's yeah. because it's so cleaned out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I yeah. knew I was like, there's nothing like that's dry as a yeah. bone down you there. You should have right been now. like, what else you got? Can you put your hand up there? Okie dokie. <laughs> and has anybody licked your scrum down Hell there? yeah. Hell yeah. Recently? No, not recently. Oh. Uh, not recently, unfortunately. Who's licked your scrum? What kind of a lady? She was older. She was, I was like 26. I feel, I, I feel like... Uh, I've told this story before somewhat, but... She, I've asked him to tell me this story so many times I could tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, tell me what it was like, Dad. She was what like... was her. it like, Papa? <laughs> Did they bring bread and water? <laughs> and everybody had some? <laughs> He's told me this story fit yeah. at my request. I'm like, Josh, tell it again. Oh, stop I'm it. serious. Okay. Now, I've also, by the way, Christina, I'll mm -hmm. have you know, because since you brought up to Kay Kennedy, you were like, girls don't do that, blah, blah, blah. I've had, a many, I've had a many reach out and say that they do, in fact. <laughs> they so, reach out just to tell you? Yeah, they're like, I'll, I'll do that. And I Nasty say, girls well, do. hey, I hope I get to your town soon. N let me tell you something. Nasty girls. How like do you even scrum. keep... Uh, what's going on organized. You have a spreadsheet? Honestly, man. <laughs> Are you like, it is. I will be in Houston on March. Like, how do you do it? Well, I once I get a DM, mm -hmm. uh, where the, and then we strike up a convo if it uh -huh. goes to that point. Uh, I then find out a uh, where they're located, and then I get on the email, and I go, I got to find a venue in this town. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So and then, and I then, have a few pins on the map that I need to get then, to, by the way. Is it all in the head? Where you, like, like, let's say you set it up, and then you know, some time goes by. Are you like, oh, who was where? Or like, do you, you know what I mean? Do you? Oh, uh, I wish it were that, uh, the volume were that expansive where but I you could actually, just forget them all, yeah. But you keep it organized. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Okay, all right. Well, of course. Good thing is none of you guys are getting this stamp on your face. <laughs> so, how's your b-hole now? Uh, it's better. Is it still bleeding? No, it's better. It was a while ago enough where it's uh, healing, Healed. but uh, it took a little while. It was it did, huh? the cross-country flight was <laughs> rough. That was rough. Yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. So this lady was in Boston. Now, <laughs> uh, speaking of Boston, <laughs> uh, -huh. uh, I don't think you're familiar with it, but there is on Netflix a recently a, a documentary series came out about Aaron Hernandez. He was, of course, the star tight end for the champion 
multi-time Super Bowl champion Patriots, this was one of the most incredible national stories that broke out a few years ago because when he was arrested, he was uh, definitely an an A-list player, a pro bowler. He had signed a $40 million contract. He's on the Patriots, which is like, you know, the team of teams that's just always winning, winning, winning. And he was arrested for a murder. Wow. And the documentary did a, it's an amazingly well done. Um, by the way, they also, I, I, to, I don't mean to jump around, but the Boston Globe did an audio version a few, like a year or so before that is uh, incredible. It's like a six part audio version. You can go on YouTube and, and listen to it. But the documentary on Netflix is incredible. And one of the things that you, it's, it's basically like breaks down. Like how, how did this guy end up here? Yeah. And it goes back to his childhood. He grew up in Bristol, Connecticut. He was the son of a, a, an alpha male star athlete and his father died when he was a teenager in high school. Mm. And a lot of people who have studied him in his life feel like this is a big turning point, you know, a big turning point in his life where things really changed for Aaron. He didn't have that figure in his life anymore and he was lost. And it's almost like he was, uh, you know, kind of stopped the trauma, made his brain kind of stop evolving then. Like even when he was in his 20s and all this stuff happened, he did, in a lot of ways, behave like a teenager, you know? Like mm. he was, a, but the, it also reveals this, this documentary in more detail that Aaron was, at the very least, probably bisexual or, or just gay, right? I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because he had, uh, you know, a fiance and mm. a child and he had, mm-hmm. was around women, but, he had a relationship with his high school quarterback, mm. and that guy was like, "Yeah, we hooked up." And that was the guy with his dad too, right? That was yes. the coach. That was the. Where coach. He was like, "It's it's fine now that he's gay, but back then I was not pleased." Yeah, he was like, "I would not have. I was not a fan <laughs> yeah. of them." <laughs> and now he's right here. But um, then you see that, like, when you when you watch the whole piece, you kind of go, "Holy shit, this was." what feels like this incredibly gifted athlete who who so was ashamed and in fear of of it being revealed that he was gay that all these things were a cover oh, right wow. didn't it kind of feel like that well yeah oh. like it was all an ingredient to live a dual life almost you know or right. a double life but it almost felt like the like everything like the the tats the way he behaved, the aggression, ultimately murdering, and then and finally committing suicide, were all tied into being repressing, repressing this thing. This See, thing. that's what I was wondering if I was jumping to conclusions because the documentary didn't really like hit that nail like on the head, right? It wasn't right. obvious no, throughout it, the whole thing. They would bring up a couple of stuff here and there, then they would be like, and then he was gay also. And you'd be yeah. like, huh, okay. And you're trying to piece it together. And it never really looped around like, did Odin Lloyd, were Odin Lloyd and him doing stuff? Or well, were, yeah, that that doesn't become obvious. I mean, there's, there's things that like, well, another thing that they revealed was when he died, he, he hung himself in, in prison. Um, like the day after it became news that uh, 
somebody was saying they had a gay relationship with him. He's Have like, you seen the guy oh, wow. that uh, was saying it too? That was talking about it. Is he it hot? was the guy in jail. He looks like. Uh, if like Justin Bieber and Post Malone were to have like a baby together, mm-hmm. he's like a tatted up Justin Bieber almost. You know, that's yeah. cute. Yeah, he's a real white rapper kind of guy. Yeah, mm. Aaron was a, such a good looking guy. Yeah, this really? guy. They were. He was talking. He's like, know. we wouldn't love and shit. Like he Aww. was saying all kinds of stuff in an interview. But people are saying some some of his shits uh, talking tales out of school. So yeah, he it could. He be. wasn't in the documentary, so right. that's what's confusing to me. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. There could be multiple reasons why they couldn't get him in the documentary, you know? Yeah. Isn't um, it terrible, though? Like, if Aaron Hernandez was just openly gay as an NFL player doing the things that he was doing... Oh, my God. He would have had, like, a gay holiday named after him. Oh, my God. At he, this point. If he was mature and comfortable with it and not, you know, not insecure about it, not right. hating himself, not self-loathing about it, yeah, he would be... He'd be like, an, he'd be on the cover of, you know, Time Magazine. He'd be like on the quarter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would be. But the culture's so homophobic, right? The, yeah, but the, I feel like there would be a couple room. of people. You know, the people that like get mad when Cam Newton smiles, they'd be pissed that he, that Aaron Hernandez was gay. But like, sure. uh, I think it would be very like accepting at this point. Maybe not in the locker room. I don't know how but that it, would go. There's yeah. so much to. I mean, oh well, I was saying was that after he hung himself, they did an autop- autopsy. And his brain was so heavily damaged. He had mm. like an advanced CTE. Mm. And he had essentially the brain of an elderly person with dementia. Oh, wow. You know, he had like really, really high level brain damage. But that stuff doesn't exist, right? It was oh. a real, it looked like a balled up uh, piece of gum. Yeah. Oh, and on the x-ray, it was crazy. And they said, especially in the frontal lobe, which that is all like impulse control, you know, like just doing oh. things because he did crazy shit. Like someone would like walk by him and they'd like maybe spill a drink on him or something a little oh. bit. And then he would. Well, that was exactly what, happened, what happened when he murdered a guy. So he married, he oh. murdered two yeah. guys. Yeah, two of them. Two guys on the street because they spilled a drink on him. And he got so crazy and he couldn't control the impulse to murder. I mean, it, w- it was just such an irrational. It's like when someone makes your drink wrong at Starbucks. <laughs> How far away are you from? But you know what I have? I got that frontal lobe. You still have yours? Yeah. Okay. That's when you'll know something's wrong with me. Oh, boy. If I'm like, they made it wrong. A couple of head injuries. Oh, boy. They made it wrong, and then I just cut them up. Yep. (laughs) A couple (laughs) of head injuries away from that that wall breaking down in your frontal lobe. That's for sure. It's a good thing I didn't play college ball. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, how sad. No, it's really sad. He killed those two guys. He killed his fiance's sister's boyfriend. This is a separate one. Then one of his friends who he was rolling with, who knew, because was with him when he shot the two guys who spilled the drink, he shot him in the head. Mm. So he tried to kill that guy, Bradley. The, the lover in prison, by the way, said during a night of canoodling that he confessed to a fourth body. Oh, my life. And yeah. then don't forget that he also shot somebody in Gainesville when he was at Florida, and they never tied it to him. You know? <laughs> the Tebow team. That, yeah. You must uh, look back and go, ha-ha, yeah. The savages. Yeah, they're all animals on that team. There was like yeah. a coach who got arrested and all this other stuff, too. Yeah, and then they're like, national champs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How about the Pouncy guys uh, being in that that documentary? They got The a, Pouncy twins be gay. 
<laughs> ah, you remember that? That's the one thing I know about football. <laughs> I got it. Finally. Oh shit! I, uh, do you know <laughs> what she's might, talking they about? They might be that. No, 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 I don't what know. She's that. talking about um, the <laughs> year they got drafted. Yeah, I remember this so specifically because I was laughing so hard about it. There was an Ole Miss player, right? Who was Twitter was like kind of because the, the Twins have been in the NFL like ten years or something. Yeah, so Twitter was sort of newish, right? Yeah, it would have been like it was probably around that same draft yeah. as Aaron Hernandez, exactly. Oh like nine or something, right? So it's a couple years old, but it's not like what it is now. And um, so it's like I was going Twitter, and this this Ole Miss player was tweeting like hilarious shit about everybody in the draft. <laughs> And when that was the year that uh, they didn't enter the draft the same year. So Marquise went like the year before Mike or vice versa, right? Pouncey. Yeah, I don't remember. So which one was whichever one was first, he gets drafted and the, the brothers stand up and they kissed. <laughs> and they, like, they kissed like on oh, the lips. Kind that's of. how that happened. And then, and then that dude wrote, 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 Pouncey twins be gay. <laughs> because they kissed. And so I started tweeting at that dude, the Ole Miss player, and he blocked me. Oh, <laughs> what did you say to him? I was like, they be gay, huh? Like, I just kept like trying to provoke him. Um, but it was. And you've held that now for over a decade in yeah. your brain, Christina. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I can't believe that. Came out of that vault. Right it's away. It's like the joke just. That's the only I must have been talking it. about it if you're. If you're yeah, because I remember you saying it. Palsy twins be gay. <laughs> and you would say it around the house. And then it's like, lock that up for yeah. somewhere. I can't remember <laughs> I what I had. I believe you remembered Oh, yeah. I don't know what I did Pouncy yesterday. Palsy twins be gay. But I know Palsy twins be gay. And I know talk about practice. <laughs> Right, because I retain all the. I wonder if there's any truth to that though. Now that I've, you know, they were like calling their boy up in jail. Yeah, no, no. I think this is this is all part of Hernandez's, um, you know, web that he. Yeah, they were part of the cover. Of course, because. Did you hear the way he would talk to them? Like he would get all gangster. You know what I'm saying? They got bad bitches down in them. Not like like he was. Yeah, he just, was dropping some uh, big words. He dropped on big there. words. Is he allowed to drop big words? Uh, a lot of Puerto Ricans. What drop is? Big I words. don't. I was going to ask. What is Aaron Hernandez? I knew he was of a Latin. His father's was Puerto Rican. Okay. And his mother, I think, is a white lady. But you know, he had like that. He definitely had those. Latin. Does that lead into not being uh, wanting to be open about being gay? You think? Oh, that was a super like his dad was a super macho Latin guy, mm. you know, and that definitely would not have been cool in his house. Yeah, because that they, part's clear. Right. It's not cool to be gay if you're Latin or well, African. What what race do you think is the gay race? The gayest race? White people, right? We're the gayest race. Do you oh, mean white like people invented the Greeks? Hey, who's your the race. most homophobic or no? They're just the gayest. Who's the gayest? The oh. most openly gay. Uh, the whites love to be gay. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, you can go to, you can see every race be, be super gay. Like in Atlanta, oh, you see on. like, you see black <laughs> queens like swaying it down the street Please all the time. Call on me. Right? I'm going to go for Middle Easterners. Cause wow. Because they're, they're like down low gay. Yeah. Or you ever see like in Greece, the dudes that hold hands when they walk down the street <laughs> together? That should be gay, son. <laughs> But that's like a cultural norm there. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's so like, like we're not Saudis. gay. Saudis do that. That's what's up. But yeah. I'm saying, 
Yeah, like it's it's not gay if you butt fuck a guy before you get married. You're practicing. Yeah. Like that's their mentality. It's yeah. like it's not even gay. Just, well, that's, that's true. What we fucking do. We butt fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what I did. <laughs> that's what you I just, told that girl in uh, Boston. You're, you're, like, you're like, why a finger? Don't you have like a, a strap on or something? <laughs> yeah, those cultures are so unaware of homosexuality. Yeah. They're like so, it's not even in their, they're like, this is just normal. We're yeah. just gay by normal. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like, I feel like white people probably. White people love to talk about it and be open. I feel like there's more acceptance of that, right? Now. I wonder if they ran the numbers, though. What would it be? You know? <laughs> like who would be the gayest? Yeah, what race would be the gayest? <laughs> Which race well, is the it, gayest? Well, it probably That's has a, a direct uh, correlation to just population. What is there the highest population of? Or, so but then, a, but a perc- you get oh, a percentage wait, of each that's population. I, well, that's what I'm minute. saying. So whoever has the most then by, population. By, by that logic, the Chinese should be the gayest. There you are. The gayest and there, race. And now the conversation is over. <laughs> <laughs> Chinese are the gayest people in the world. <laughs> and followed by Indians and then the rest of us. Yeah. But I feel like what he's saying is like who enjoys being gay the most and Who I puts would it say, out there? yeah, white people really enjoy like I'm fucking gay, and you better enjoy it, and let's parade, and let's yeah, let's be white and gay. I don't know if know? That they always say it like that. Yeah, but let's be white and gay. But then Latins are the best at being gay because I love a gay Latin man. A gay Latin man will it's really. the yeah, best. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah they're Aaron, like the best man, at it. Aaron could have gone such a different route. Oh Imagine God. if he would have been like in Versace. Yeah, dude. Off the plane, be like, <laughs> right? I had twelve catches. Three touchdowns. How's your motherfucking fantasy league doing, bitch? And he just like yeah. sashay around. Dope. It would have been amazing. And, and bring and bringing different guys uh, into like to like events. Yeah, but that dude that was on in the documentary that was like just commenting on being a gay NFL player. He was wasn't he on the same team as Aaron Hernandez? Yes. Imagine if they scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl and then just like Frenched in the end zone. It He's would have so been rad. like a moment. It would have been a mo- more than a moment. <laughs> that would have been. Yeah, a defining for a, for an entire yeah, generation. Yeah, it would have been like when the after World War II when that sailor dipped the lady over and kissed her. It'd be like the most famous That's kiss true. ever. Yeah, if they kissed, now, yeah. Or I, like they pretended to blow each other in the <laughs> end, as part yeah. of the dance. Like he would just go like, ah. Or like yeah. uh, Aaron Hernandez catches it, then he bends over and the old lineman comes up behind him and is like, yeah, <laughs> like that. That would have been dope, dude. I would have <laughs> loved all of it. I do like, I feel a, like a black gay guy too. The I other to thing say. about sports is like, yeah. so now it's revealed that you know like we've always known there had to be gay athletes yeah in sports and it was always you know no no one said shit then as time passed you know it was revealed oh this guy's gay you know he retired at first it was like 20 years ago and then 10 years ago and, and then like you know the guy retired uh and then a couple years later reveals it and you know now there's been so much like like there's so much progress made in terms of like not just gay rights but also in society's acceptance of it and we've always been thinking and saying like well there the crate like the thing that would really take it over the top would be an active current day not just gay player but star player mm-hmm. yeah right like imagine like the like a star player is gay and you know he could have been that right like right there was the, there was hope in a way uh, with michael sam when he was drafted you know he was sec defensive player of the year Everyone's like oh shit like and he went into the draft openly gay right and, right and the rams drafted him when they were in st louis 
didn't work out for him in the NFL. I don't think he. I don't think he owned it enough. You know what I mean? Like if I was a gay linebacker, (laughs) oh my god! No, he just didn't. I'm saying he didn't deliver as far as play on the field. Right. Exactly. But I think I think he could have like ascended higher in the sport if he if his mentality was in the right place. Like if he went into that in like. You know, he was probably worried, you know, I'm open, I'm the first open guy, I'm getting a lot of scrutiny. Yeah, oh, for sure. So if he went in there and he was staring across the line at those guys, he's like, I'm going to kiss your whole fucking mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he was like, I'm going to, and like, if he got on top of a guy in a pile, he's like, yeah, "Yeah, this is my fucking dream, bitch. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He would terrify them and terrorize them. They would get so intimidated. There would be guys dropping balls across the middle all the time because they they would hear more than his footsteps. You know what I'm saying? He's right. You could terrify them with your femininity. Yeah. Yeah. Or you just make your femininity aggressively masculine. Yes, yes. Just be like, man, you got succulent fucking lips. Shit. And then you just fucking... (laughs) Nail him. You it know would be saying? cool. It would be cool if there was a savage monster. Yeah, gay like guy. If yeah. Like if like a like a JJ Watt, you know, level player. <laughs> yeah. You know, or like a, a Von Miller was like, I'm a sack every quarterback, and I'm a. Imagine if Aaron Donald was gay. Yeah. yeah. Your hands yes. are so big. Yes. That'd be awesome. I'm gonna suck or, all your dicks if we win tonight. Exactly. <laughs> no, you got to do it. Oh, the other team. team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be like, you guys I'm, win. You, yeah, if I'm you guys win. Imagine <laughs> if his. Uh, his chain and his medallion was just like a big set of dick and nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Iced out. And That'd be so like, fun. He would pick it up and put it in his mouth all the time. <laughs> I'm, like, mm. I'm just like, your dick. I'm just like, your dick. That's so true. Like Ndamukong Sue. Like he was like a, the oh biggest trash God. talker. Imagine if he was gay. Oh, my oh. God. He'd be even more dominant. He'd mm. be like. And he was like throwing crew. people and stepping on their heads. Yeah. What if he did that, but he was doing shit like and then whenever tickling they, them and shit? Like, whenever they tickled you, bitch. You when know, they like, find him, when the NFL's like, he got fined, but he's like, because I'm gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Just fucking discriminating and shit. And the NFL's like, Jesus Christ, it's not because you're gay. It's because you stepped on this guy's hand. And he's like, yeah, I'd like to see that to a straight guy. <laughs> but do you think, and in being in all seriousness, because the NFL... They make so much money. It's an entertainment property and it's a family business in a sense. Like it's, you know, you have to, it's, it's an American institution. And, you know, do you think they'd freak out and be like, but kids can't watch this. American people, families can't watch the gay guy. On Some people say that, but it's, it's way too, there's, that train has left the station. Yeah. yeah right. So. Like Ellen is gay. Yeah. And we're yeah. all okay. It's the same people that were like, oh, they had a, a gay kiss in Star Wars. It's like, it's happening. Did they? Like, it's, yeah. This is, they the, this did? is the, on the, on the valedictorian or what on the. <laughs> What's that called? The DeLorean? Mandalorian. When it no, they... it was in the the last Star Wars film. There was like a, a celebratory scene and two Ew. women kissed one another. In it. Yeah. Oh, you didn't well, even notice course. it. It was like a blur by. Right. Except what a couple did, uh, people definitely noticed it. Joey Diaz calls it the Maldolano. And then the <laughs> I think he called it the Maniscalco. The Maniscalco. <laughs> He's like, whatever. I'm not going to fucking binge this shit. I'm not binging this shit neither, it's bro. Great. It was but great. yeah, it's the same people that would complain about Cam Newton dancing in the end zone. Wait, didn't, didn't a new Star Wars come out? Yeah. How was Around it? Christmas time. I thought it was fantastic. Dude, so That's the one I was talking about with yeah, the I feel like female, I'm, female kiss. And then they I'm finger so each other. And then that would be cool one too. of them is like, oh, it's a lightsaber. I just cut your pussy in half. <laughs> I wish. Hey, speaking of fingering, on, on where my mom's at, we were discussing uh, people getting fingered on the Haunted Mansion or oh, getting yeah. blowjobs on Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. <sighs> and Josh has fucking finger banged a lot of people. I didn't say a lot. I I just said I you know she asked if I finger banged anyone at Disney World and I said never. I not Disney World, but I've definitely fingered a few people at Six Flags. A few people at Six Flags. Just like three. 
Like three people um, on a roller what kind coaster. Of ride? Well, we had a Six Flags in my hometown, and so you know that was we didn't have what a, kind of ride. Yeah, uh, a lot of the spinny ones. The Ferris wheel definitely. Yeah, that's, that's easy taking. Hundred percent. Yeah. The spinny ones. You just like spinning. In the spinning. Yeah, when cup. you're young, you can just uh, do that kind of stuff. Not the spinning cup. If you do the spinning cup, you got to make sure you're not. Sp- Double spinning, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking about the ones where you're just going in a circle. And everybody's sticking against the wall? Yeah, that one's a good one. But then how do you finger somebody when you're all stuck? Centrifugal force, you put the finger next to the vagina and it gets sucked in with the rest (laughs) of everything. Stop, (laughs) now you're just lying. Did, um, does does the other person, it feels like um, like a dare. Does the other person actually enjoy Well, yeah, that's the whole fun of it because you're just like out and you're You're like like, teenagers essentially. Yeah, in your 20s or whatever. (laughs) She's like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> your hands dirty. Please make sure they're dirty. Uh, they're at a fucking well, theme park. That's exactly what I said. That yeah. was my first thought: is how unsanitary because you're touching all the theme park crap, and then yeah, you got your hands are dirty in your upper cooch. Make sure you really like get your hands on those poles while you're waiting in the lines. Uh, really run them across uh, those metal poles. Oh god! All right, Josh, where yeah. are you going to be? Let us know. Oh, I'm going to be in. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, Providence, Rhode Island. This weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then uh, I'm going to be in Nashville, May 13th, and one that I really want you to come to, Huntsville, Alabama, May 12th. It's a great Make club. Make sure you come to that. I can't wait for that club. It's a great club. I, I just want people to come to it. Cunt- May 12th. Yes, Huntsville. May 12th. Yeah, please come. And May 13th, like I said, Zany's Nashville, and they're all Go outside. to Huntsville, man, if you're in Birmingham. Yeah, all of them. At ATL. Roll Tide, baby. It's Eric Henry. There you go. ATL. I um, love our gay football. I got a question <laughs> for Native. I want to ask Native something. Native. Um, first of all, a lot of people noticed that they had questions about your attire. I saw it. They were like, "What is Nadav wearing? Oh, you're yeah. you're wearing your Danny's." Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be a shame to have all these Danny shirts go to waste. I think you, you look, look great. great. Thank I you. I think you look great. Handsome. Um, point. And then people have been asking about this, and I know you've been. Uh, looking into it so oh. can you give me an update <laughs> no people because i've been doing the spanish podcast mm-hmm. on my own youtube channel mm-hmm. um and everyone's asking for english subtitles you've been in contact with people are we going to be giving them subtitles soon yeah we're actively trying to find uh, uh a place that will do subtitles for us so if you don't speak spanish you'll be able to still watch tom segura in espanol mm-hmm. because they'll have english subtitles so great and it's coming try- yeah yeah, okay. we're trying to lock it in. It'll be there hopefully within the next episode or two. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. I uh, want to hear what you're talking about in Espanol. Yeah. So uh, thank you, and uh, thanks uh, for the update. Say habla no, yeah, Espanol. No um, Do you remember this song? Carpeteria. Carpeteria. Did you ever hear that commercial? Mm-mm. Yeah, this is an L.A. thing or California. Um, okay, so now this is the mm. fucking bummer part, man. Um, yeah, because we live here in Los Angeles, and uh, absolute horrible tragedy happened the other day, which was that uh, Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter accident, and uh, it really was like so. It was such a shock, I think, as it was to most people. I'll lay out for you how how like it happened to me or like how the news affected me. So I was flying back from New Zealand um, the morning of, right? And I'm flying back, and I think I told you I couldn't believe that we had Wi-Fi. Yeah, I've you were really interna- stoked about well, that. Well, I've flown internationally so many times. Mm-hmm. 
And I just came to accept it as standard that when you fly internationally, there's no Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. I mean, it happens all the time when you fly just to Canada. We're on the same piece of land. And they're like, yeah, there's no Wi-Fi. And they look at you like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, someone just gave me that when we were coming back from Hawaii. She's like, when no f- stupid. Yeah, same. Ocean. That's Hawaii. Yeah, I'm like, oh. Um, Europe, same thing. I was like, is there a Wi-Fi? They're like, no, of course not. Why yeah, are you so dumb? Idiot, yeah. I was like, okay. So I leave Auckland. And then they're like, yeah, there's Wi-Fi on this. I'm like, there's, how? And they're like, satellites and shit, stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So I get online. And I'm trying to sleep on this flight. And I can't. Um, I keep trying. I put like the eye mask on. It's because you miss me so much. And you're so you excited to I, see me. I just couldn't sleep. So, you know, throughout the flight, you know, I'd watch a movie and then it's a 12-hour flight back. I pull up Twitter and I actually see in close to real time that, because um, this is like the night flying into the day, that uh, LeBron James had surpassed Kobe's um, scoring record, scoring title. Like he passed him. And Kobe sent out this really like classy, congratulatory tweet about it. Like congratulations and you know, keep, keep going, keep pushing it. And then I saw a picture of them. Like the, I don't know if the picture was from that night, but it was a picture of, of Kobe at a game and, and LeBron was playing and they were like yeah. saying what's up, like handing, you know, and then, um, anyway, so I happened to actually see that, you know, like I just, I was going through my feed and I saw it and I just made like a mental note of it. Like, oh, I didn't know that LeBron surpassed him. And that's cool of Kobe to write that, like a classy thing. And then, um, I land at, at, uh, 6am. So 6am LA time, we land from New Zealand and I get in the car and, we're going over the hill and uh, the, the guy who picked me up, our regular Clint, um, I was like, man, that's really foggy. And mm. he was like, yeah, it's like, it's like it was sitting on the 405, like the fog was. Yeah. And it, at, by that time, so I landed at six, we're probably not in the car till 637. And uh, I was like, wow, it's like, it's sitting on the 405. You know, it seems like it's like a gloomy, seemed like a gloomy fall day, right? Mm-hmm. And then, I get home and uh, the the goal of the day on these international travel days is you try to acclimate to the time zone you're in. So it's like the goal would be to stay up and go to bed in the time zone that I'm in now. Mm-hmm. But I'm just so tired from that right, flight. Right, you're wrecked. And I, and I hadn't slept. So I go, I'm just going to take a nap. Um, will you wake me up in a couple hours? So you do. And when you wake me up, I open my phone and it's like Kobe Bryant died. I know. And at first I just, I was like, I cannot, I cannot believe this. And he, his helicopter crashed 10 minutes from our house. Do you want to know a crazy thing? I haven't even told you this yet. So we had some neighbors come visit us. We haven't seen in a while. They had a baby. And the neighbors said, texted us after they had left our house. They go, do you want to know what's crazy? We saw his helicopter overhead. Like, right, must have been minutes before the crash because they live in, they're near where it happened. And uh, yeah, they saw it because they were used to seeing Kobe Bryant's helicopter flying Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. in the neighborhood and they saw it that morning. So Isn't that nuts? Yeah, it, it was like Ugh. So he, you know, at first I'm just stunned by the story and then like more information comes out that his daughter was on yeah. board and then another family, husband, wife and their daughter and then another a woman who's a mother yeah of three and the then coach anu- yeah yeah and then another player from the team so three girls from the team were on were on the flight it's crazy and then uh what happens like for me i don't know how like when you process like real tragic news but at first i was like um you know just stunned like kobe bryant you know He's 41. Mm. Um, so he's just just barely older than me, like a year older than me. I've I've followed him, you know, since I was like he got drafted into the NBA when I was a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've lived in L.A. for the majority of his career. Yeah, so for fifteen. Kobe's of the 20, been on the team uh, twenty years. He yeah, twenty seasons. Like I feel like I've grown up. Exactly, with you have that guy. Yeah, you have. He's the only reason I gave a shit about the Lakers because yeah. he was such an amazing player. And he was like, uh, you know, if you like, some people live. Not, there's only like a handful of like iconic athletes, you know, like there's stars and, but like if you you know you live in a city that has a a really iconic like not every city has that. And uh, th- L.A. definitely does with him. He is, he defines basketball and Los Angeles in this city. Like oh, he yeah. He is the guy. And people just, I mean, he's so beloved here. Oh, my God. And I was in Target yesterday. And first of all, it was eerily empty. Mm-hmm. And but, but the people that were there, people were all wearing... His jerseys. his jerseys around yeah. the city and it was like i went to the beach oh my life i went to the beach and um people were at the beach in his in his jerseys yeah it's just heartbreaking it the the part that really always fucks me up with um like tragedies you know is like i always see the news and it kind of i process it as news um it'll like it'll shock me as like here's the information you know like uh twin towers are hit by the planes and you go like oh my god yeah but on the coverage of the people like how people are reacting on the ground that's what breaks me you know like oh yeah so i um they showed uh one of the games that night they did a he wore 20 he wore eight and then he wore number 24 they did a 24 second countdown Mm. on the on the game clocks on the shooting clock and they were in complete silence in the arena like uh 18,000 people just completely silent then the the clock countdown then it buzzed and like I started crying of course I just started crying I mean um I don't know like I think when uh like celebrities die you know it always it's always different because people die every day, obviously. Yeah. But it really does, you know, like I, I, I kept thinking about his, um, 
his wife he just had a, a fourth daughter i know she's six months old oh my god but it does it, the the part that it, like it does remind me um i think it has this effect on other people too is like it reminds you about how it really it it can happen like that like nothing is promised you know, mm-hmm. like I, I remember thinking, thinking uh, along the lines, not the same type of tragedy, but like when Paul Allen died, he's the co-founder of Microsoft and he, he, he had cancer and he had treatments and then he got, and then he died and he died in like his, I don't know, late fifties, early sixties. He had $30 billion and you go like, th- it doesn't matter. What you, you know what I mean? Like it was the ty- that type of thing of. It, it doesn't matter. It can just go. You can yeah. just go. Um, I've been thinking about death a lot lately too because I'm 43 and now I'm like, oh, I'm over the middle hump. Like it's all downhill from here. And it could be, you know, I, you can, <laughs> I hate it. It makes me not give a fuck in a good way. We are like, yeah, now I'm liberated because you're like, it can go. It's all precious. It's all meaningful every day. Yeah. Right? Every fart I smell of yours is could be the last. I gotta breathe deeply. It's a real nice place to take it to. <laughs> You're bad at processing this stuff, huh? Well I'm still i I'm still depressed about Anthony Bourdain committing suicide. That one I felt I felt really I really loved him and I felt very close. Kobe, I Kobe's like, I'm still in shock. I don't think I can process that this one yet. He's I feel like such I feel, a fixture. Um more for Kobe. Yeah. Because like he's like I said, you know, he's a he's a year like it's like it's like a guy my age Ugh. who has a wife and kids and he has like I mean everything going for him yeah i mean you couldn't script a more i mean you know what i mean like he's the kid the girl was a star at basketball she was a star and he loved being a dad yeah he's a a family guy and he um you know he won an oscar last year for his short he's like a venture capitalist he's doing like all these things and and people just adored him and um to just think that like just like that it's over mm-hmm. it's it's done he's he's not here anymore it's so crazy yeah i know um but anyways that uh it really made me sad i know jeans it's horrible i think everybody in la is like mourning i don't think Right? It's yeah. just terrible. We all, bu- everybody's bummed out. It's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. I mean. And it's not like he had some rinky dinky helicopter. You know, you think, oh, well. Because no. the first thing I texted you when I saw it, I was like, fuck your helicopter flying lessons. You're you never know, getting an helicopter ever again. I took a helicopter ride in October in weather um, in the UK. We went from London to Manchester in a helicopter. Great. Um, but I mean, from what I've been reading about this story, you know, that, that copter had, that pilot had a special license to operate in worse than 
normal weather. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, then now that he had sense. that, he had to be granted clearance to continue flying by air traffic control. He was granted it after 15 minutes of circling Burbank. Mm. And then he headed up to over Woodland Hills. Then he, I think, asked for another permission to go somewhere. And they told him he was flying too low. Mm. So they said, you, you know, you're not, you're not, we're not reading you on radar. So you need to go up. And then he flew up to a certain altitude. And then, I mean, the only thing that adds up as of now, and I know this is like speculating, is just that he, uh, in that heavy fog that day, I'm assuming made a movement, goes directly in a direction, you know, heads, heads in the direction, doesn't realize he's flying literally into the side of a mountain. Is that what happened? Yeah, I mean, they, 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 they crashed into such heavy terrain mm. that um, they had to like dig pathways to access the crash site. Mm. Um, so it's like, it appears that, you know, if he, if he was flying with, um, you know, cause your inst- instruments on, on these things are advanced, but it's also, you know, it's a pilot working with the instruments. And so if fog, that's you know makes it so that your visibility is not there you know you you don't see where you're flying and your instruments don't tell you Mm. exactly what's right here you know usually the only instruments i'm aware i'm not an expert pilot are just like hey your altitude is this you know i don't i don't know if, if those things are equipped with like to your left right here you can't see it but this is here because it appears that he literally just went like right into the side of a mountain Mm nine people that's unreal yeah crazy and um i know uh uh imagine the wife hearing that like you're not only your husband and your your daughter in the same day i would be i'd be institutionalized i know and people hit me up by the way about ari because ari always uh tweets horrible things yeah he's a mental case when people die and uh he got the full treatment on this one. Uh, people are asking me. I'm like, don't ask me. Yeah, I had nothing mean, to do I with that. I mean, he does this thing, you know, where um, whenever someone dies, he'll tweet something horrible. It's like his, it's like a bit that he does. Hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, he just, he did it on this one. I was like, that's, it's not going to go well. No. It, it didn't. No. It didn't go well. And now he's like, you know, explaining that. He explained that to people because he got like a lot of shit, you know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when people ask me about it, I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know. I, it wasn't my idea. Um, I, you know, I Ari's a better guy than those tweets would indicate. Um. But yeah, he he really leans into the the jerk lane. Yeah, the death jerk lane. I don't know, man. Uh, uh, he, uh, I don't know. Anyways. <sighs> anyway, he's one of yours. You explain it, Nadav. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think we do that as a whole. No, it's not a Jewish thing, is it? Jesus, let him take the fall. What are you fucking doing? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you know what? He grew up Orthodox, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah? Mm-hmm. 
There you go. There you go. Listen, if you have anything to say to Ari, target and adopt. <laughs> no, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's such a fuckhead for that one. Idiot. I think he deleted the tweet now. Probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? Anyways, I know it's a somber note to uh, end on. Oh, yeah. And then the the uh, anchor said the N-word mm-hmm. talking about the Lakers. Um, do, you want, do we have it? I think we do have it. Well, uh, let's play it. Let's go out on a high note. I don't know that this is considered a high note. Well, she doesn't. She claims not to have said the actual word. Okay, let's see. She's it seems like he was just the kind of athlete, the kind of star that was perfectly cast on the Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Kavita, if I could ask you to stay with us, we're going to go. Whoops. She said that she combined Knicks and Lakers. And you know when you jumble Nick. words and. Oh, yeah. That can happen. Is this the helicopter crash site? Is this yes. what people are looking at? Yes. Oh, my life. Yeah. In Calabasas, yeah. The Los Angeles Nakers. <laughs> yeah, I saw that they um, made a call, uh, call to fire her. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did did they? Um, I don't know if she actually got fired. I think she might be take definitely taking a break for a while. Is she? Al- it's so. Allison something. I forget. With. Um, well. Oh, it's just so awful. Yeah, she, um, what is her name? I miss, uh, the N-word, Jesus. She said, uh, she said, hmm, yeah. Did that open to many? Allison Morris, that's her name. See if can you um can you just copy her name, throw it in, and see if uh, there's news? I mean, I you know I'm sure she's yeah just denies yeah. Well, Oof. look how handsome and young and vit you know That's he's the just thing. such like a such a force, such a positive. That's what Dude, I'm saying. Too. Man. It's like, really? That guy? That guy? Couldn't we take somebody else? There's so many other people. Like Ari. Ari. Ugh. Anyways. All right. Devastating and <sighs> horrible. Only thing that can probably wipe the palate before we go. Um, take your Ubers. There Definitely. is a. Uh, there's a Tommy John update, is that right? Yes, there Whoa. is. And yeah. Charles. I'd like to hear about Charles on the next episode. Oh, we Do definitely we looked it? into Charles. And? Um, nah, it's not, I feel like uh, the, the better lane for us is to start playing people's impression of Charles. Oh, gotcha, okay. okay. Kind of just tries to help people. I mean, you know, Do you have impressions? Uh, I don't have any prepped. Okay. But the, don't do it, it's bad. <laughs> well, I, Tommy John is my sweet love. Let's, well, here, you ready? Let's see, I'm really into him. Let's see, let's see. Yo, my name's Tony motherfucking Johns, fucking ladies, man. I'm currently in a sticky situation. You know, I got no fucking money. I got no motherfucking wheels. Like, I don't got a license. 
Oh, oh by the Tommy. way, there's no filter on this. And no tan. And it reveals a real person. Yes. And the hair doesn't have any lots of gel. He said he's in a sticky situation. Mm. No money, mm. no wheels, but a ladies man. It's a very good lane mm. for a man is to be in, yeah. in this kind of situation. Chicks dig it. Yeah. And it's super crazy. You know, I've been going through a lot lately. You know, I've been going through a lot of shit. You know, no fucking friends. The government's fucking trying to fuck me over and I'm mm. pissed off. You know yeah. what? People don't know me for the real me. I have anxiety. I have anxiety attacks. You know, I got bad ADHD. People don't know me for me. Well, mm. that's we are interesting. We uh, full yes. guy here. They don't know me for me at all. I got some... Nice ass fucking teeth. I got some nice motherfucking attributes. You know, nobody wants to hire me. Everybody thinks I'm a motherfucking criminal, which I'm not. I was wrongfully accused, and I don't have a criminal fucking record. Everyone's out to get him. Damn. This is, um... So anyways, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing this video just saying, hey, fuck the law, fuck the government, what, the, what they've been doing to me. Because mm. it's some corrupt shit. You know, it really is. You know, they're trying to make me look like I'm a criminal, which I don't, I love law enforcement, but I'm just asking them, please, to stop what they're fucking doing. Hmm. I kind of always find here? it curious when people do one of these types of videos mm. and there's no specifics, though. Mm -hmm. Like, what what is law enforcement doing? Though? Well, they're out to get him. It's not him doing stuff. It's they're out to get him. Mm. And he's like, you're not really getting to know the real me. I have nice teeth. Mm. Drugs? What's going on here? Drugs. I had a girl over last night. Oh. She fucking gave me some marks. She kind of marked me up, even my booty. <laughs> we go, oh. Come on, dude. There he yeah, is. People try to call me a meth head. They try to call me a fucking alcoholic. Kiss my white ass, motherfuckers. Okay, so he's definitely doing so meth. I'll, I'll tell you this, yeah. man. This is much more methy than I thought it was. So be. methy, yeah. He is in a mm -hmm. methy situation. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah. Whoa. When the filters drop, you really get to see him. Wow. For who he is. Damn. Something's. By the way, mm. huge bummer. Huge bummer. This was not uplifting. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Still looking for that good closing. Yeah, I was you know? waiting for something to be like, oh, this will be funny. Mm. God damn it. What I mean, about we, the we, wolf lady? Can we play? We, we could go out on uh, Christina's latest batch of TikToks. I know there's some good ones. In well, there. No, that's going to bum us out too because they're crazy and mentally ill. And Oh. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Oh, you know what's fun? Oh. How about, how about, how about the woman getting her mouth I fell. There you go. And hit my pussy on this corner right here. <laughs> and it's bleeding. There we I go. I broke my fucking pussy, there man. There we go. Yeah. That's the sorbet we needed to cleanse that the was palate. Nice. Who breaks their pussy? What the fuck actually? Like. <sighs> bleeding. Oh. I can't. <laughs> What's up with the guy puking in the back? <laughs> I think he saw her bloody pussy and then started puking. Ugh. <laughs> I don't think so. What is happening? I don't, I don't Wait, I don't so. understand. I think there's just a separate <laughs> fucking disaster going on. 
just We're, unrelated some vomiting just making her broken pussy update and there's just a guy violently <laughs> that was so aggressive it oh really my was. god Oh my god, I did not know that was there. <laughs> Who breaks their pussy? What the fuck actually like <laughs> bleeding? Oh I can't. She's ignoring it. How is she ignoring that in the background? Well, I mean she smokes indoors. <laughs> That's how. <laughs> I mean that noise, the retching is pretty overpowering. Holy She's talking shit. about her broken pussy. That is like a deep you know, like I've been poisoned type of puke. That is, <laughs> that's not your run no. of the mill. Something's in there. No. God. Well, good for her. She's in her own planet, man. She is. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I can tell you that they're um, Ontario show. That's sold. Oxnard, uh, February 23rd. That's in Spanish. February 20th in Tempe. That's in Spanish. That's on sale. Las Vegas, March 6th and 7th. Um, I will be at the Mirage, the Terry Fator Theater there. And uh, I just announced Hera's in Valley Center, April 18th. Um, that's going to be near San Diego. Very excited about that. Then I got some more Spanish shows. Dallas, Houston, Austin, and San Antonio. That is going to be April 21st through 23rd. Uh, then I'm back in Las Vegas, May 29th and 30th. Then I go to West Palm Beach, Florida, the improv down there, June 5th through 6th. I do that Miami show in Spanish on the 7th. And then I'm back in Las Vegas, July 17th and 18th. And also October 23rd and 24th. The Vegas shows are all at the Mirage um, the Terry Fator Theater in Las Vegas. Jean jacket? Jeans. Uh, Valentine's weekend in Tampa, Florida at the Tampa Improv. Then I do San Francisco, Pasadena, the Miami Improv, uh, Dallas, Texas, Jew Dork Titties at Caroline's, Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone, Fartnicks, Arizona at Stand Up Live, Cleveland, Ohio at Hilarities, and San Antonio at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club tickets at Christina P. Online. Also, check out where my mom's at. And that's it. Tickets at Christina P. Online. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. And we will be back next week. Jeans up. Fucking double agent. You are word? You are. I don't say the R word. Yeah, you sure you don't. Sure. You want to fuck with my mind? Ta-ta.
retard. Ta ta there, retard. One more. Ta ta there, retard. Ta ta, you retard. Ta ta, you retard. Ta ta there, retard. Very nice cadence. Ta ta there, retard. One more time. Ta ta there, retard. That's the best part. Fucking double agent. You R word? You are. I don't say the R word. Yeah, sure you don't. Sure. This is a pretty nice guy, right? (laughs) 